Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Containeros podcast. The podcast is sponsored by PortPro, the leading operating system for drayage carriers. Schedule a demo today at portpro.io. And don't forget to mention Containeros for 10% off. Episode 75. In the studio today, I got Diego Delgado, a.k.a. the Skinny Crow. <laughs> uh, he's the owner of Safeway Solutions. They specialize in trailer repair and it's in the name, I'm assuming safety yeah. as well. Yeah. Huh? Safety. Well in trailer repair. We work on some trucks as well, you know, we do, but well, that's what we do. Welcome. Welcome. So let's kick it off with uh, you know, let us know about yourself and all that good stuff to get get it going. Well, um, I'm from uh, Wilmington, California. And uh Basically, uh, started uh, Safe Lane Solutions when I got into repair. Um, well, before actually, I don't know if I should get into before that. Well, yeah. I had got into the whole industry, mm-hmm. the whole tr- you know, whole trucking industry. Actually, like in two thousand thirteen or fourteen, I think. Mm. And I started off, uh, and I bought a truck, and I and I started working for Franco Trucking. Mm-hmm. So that's where I kind of got owner it. Op, fell into owner up life. Yeah, owner up life. Mm-hmm. And then I did that for a few years and uh, um, pretty much did that for a few years until I had a little slump and I actually uh, actually got a DUI and I ended up getting out of uh, getting out of that field, you know, yeah. I lost my license and got out of that field. And then my whole journey from there started. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then I got, you know, I started working in mechanic, the mechanic field and um, learned as trade and and started my own business and moved on from there and that's pretty much much just the story you know we're growing yeah. and growing and and moving on to other ideas other visions and so we're at all right thank you so much so he he got the the license he got a truck went to Franco then he started another business and it's uh you know and here we are and Thank you guys for tuning in. That was not. That was a fast story. <laughs> Is that? Yeah, just a I'm, brief. I'm, I'm we'll get in. into it. I'm gonna dig into that. Yeah, we're gonna get into it. How was your childhood? Uh, good. You know, good. I I grew up uh, seven brothers. I mean, five, there were seven brothers and sisters in total. Yeah, don't leave the sisters out. <laughs> <laughs> so I was five brothers. I'm one of the five brothers. Um, I got two sisters, right? So you know, we have both our parents in our in our life. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they're still together. Uh, luckily, you know, thank God everybody's alive. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, so everybody's pretty does pretty well, I guess, for themselves, mm-hmm. and so you know everything's good. It was a beautiful life. I mean, we were uh, we were very poor, you know. Um, my parents didn't have much, you know. They didn't make much like that, but you know, we we managed, you know. What's a poor uh, memory you have? Un recuerdo, like, oh yeah, that's how I know I was poor. you know what? Uh, to be honest with you, is it was full of love, you know, but, uh, yeah, materialistically, you know, it was, it was, you know, when you get in situations where, man, you know, um, I mean, it's times where we didn't have, you know, money to buy new shoes or, or whatever. I mean, I think one of my thing, I think one time I, I remember, and this is a kid, right? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember like, you know, having to wear my mom's shoes to school one day and my brother, you know, he took his soccer shoes. No de tacón, verdad? Yeah. And no. <laughs> I don't remember, no. man, to be honest with you, but I just do, <laughs> I do remember that. And I, I do remember being kind of teased by the other kids and, you know, and that was kind of hard, you know, right? And then my brother wearing his soccer cleats because, you know, for whatever reason, you know, they, they didn't have it, you know, and so you appreciate, you know, sometimes what you have now, you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, things like that. I mean, there's other, other things as well. Right. But, yeah. you know, you know, but as, a, as like, I mean, sometimes as, as parents, you know, you try to do whatever thing you can to make sure that they don't feel that, you know, and mm-hmm. I feel like as far as, you know, the food and having, you know, whatever was more important than, and if that's what they had to give us compared to like, you know, buying us new shoes or mm-hmm. whatever the case is, you know? Um, yeah, because you mentioned love. So would you have, would you trade it if you could have had all the materialistic stuff and no love? No, I, I wouldn't so trade it's it. it's not so bad then, huh? Yeah, I wouldn't trade anything about, you know, my, my child. I mean, I, I'm, I love all my brothers and sisters. We're, we're pretty close when it comes to that. And, um, you know, for the most part, I feel like we're all, we're all pretty humble and, and, and in a sense of, you know, appreciating and when I would, you know, we're not too like materialistic, even though it's nice to have things, you know, and at least for my, explain for myself, you know, yeah, but they definitely, yeah, I mean, it definitely makes you, because you live a life where like, you don't have nothing. And I think like sometimes people, uh, sometimes people like either like when they don't have anything, then they just start buying either like everything they can have because they never had it or they just, it doesn't become importance. You know, in some cases, you know, where it's not so important to be like, oh, for me to be wearing like these like brand stuff or like like buying super expensive cars or, mm-hmm. or like that, you know, whether you have it or not, you know, it's, it's I think it goes either way. Right. So. um, So, yeah, man, I mean, it was we didn't have uh, we didn't have a lot. You know, it was I remember we uh, used to live out and I mean, people from Wilmington probably, you know, we used to live out in, uh, in front of a. Uh, Holy Family Church, and there used to be these little apartments right in front of the church, and we used to live there, and and it was like nine of us in there, you know. It was my my mom, my dad, my my brothers, myself, and and then my one of my aunt, my my tia, one of my tias, and her two kids lived there with us, and it was a single, right? There was mm-hmm. and we all were crammed up in the in the one place, but we were together, and you know that made the best out of it, and it was beautiful memories. Be honest yeah. with you, beautiful memories. At least you didn't get cold with all those people. In nah, there. man, we were like bunched up, right? You know, <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. But it, it's beautiful. I mean, now I I think back and I, you know, I I think it's beautiful. You know, you meet a lot of, you know, I have a lot of old friends that from that same time, and we grew up and still keep in touch, and and we all know the same life, and man, it's I'm sure a lot of people out there had, you know, I mean, I'm not the same one with that story, you know, and. Um, there's a lot of people that relate, and, and you know, but it's a beautiful life, man. A lot yeah. of good friends. You love valorar, right? When you do get it, definitely. Yeah. You mentioned shoes, so I, uh, I think I've shared this a few times. Uh, you, you remember the Payless specials, the Payless shoe stores yeah. or whatever? Like, I remember going in there and just instead of like picking the ones I wanted, I would, I would have to look for. They used to have those labels on them where they would stick out, and it'll be like a big fat number five or like, a, you know, like the. Those were the cheap ones, the ones on sale. Right, right. So then I just go looking, scanning for those numbers, you know, and I found some. They were nice, but they were like a big ass shoe, bro. But I got them. They, they were shacks. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Five bucks though. Yeah, because Shaq did that. Like, I don't know if you remember. Like Shaq. three sizes bigger though, but yeah, I thought no one would notice the tighter I, you know, tied the shoes. Like, but yeah, it looked like fucking clown walking around. Yeah, you know? yeah. I th- I think Shaq. I think Shaq did that on purpose because he went through the same thing. And he he created the, the the he did that on purpose, yeah. and they sold him at it because, and uh, because he he didn't want kids to have be like that, not have shoes, so he made them affordable, and that was his mm-hmm. thing behind the shoe. I think he's still know? going, huh? Yeah, so? yeah, yeah. Who do you think makes more though, him or I mean Jordan? Man, I don't. I know that's a stupid question, huh? Maybe I don't maybe know he, because he's he, like long term and volume, huh? And Jordan is more like a little bit less I have, volume, I don't, but more money. I don't know. Yeah, man, I, I don't know, man, to be honest with you, because um, these, I mean, I'm sure they own other businesses that we don't even know about, right? Mm-hmm. So they're probably, they're, they're, well, I mean, they're billionaires, I'm sure we, yeah. we know about. But yeah, that's pretty, it's pretty crazy. You know, um, another story about shoes. I remember, man, my mom, one time we went to the warehouse, and I, we rarely went to the warehouse, you know? And uh, the warehouse, the warehouse, the, shoe, the store? warehouse shoe store. Oh, it was still around back then? Yeah, it was still it's around. It's been around a while, huh? Yeah, it's been around. Okay. So, um, and I told my mom, man, you know, I want these Nikes. And when it was like the Cortez, when the, the Cortez came out. And, man, I don't know how she did it, but those shoes were expensive, you know. Especially yeah. you have, you know, freaking seven kids, you know. You're like, all right, you know. And you're not, make, what, you're making minimum wage and you have a, you know, you have a house, pay, you know, whatever they had to do, man. Yeah. And somehow she, you know, she, she. Man, gather up enough money to buy me these fucking hundred dollars shoes. Sorry if I mean cuss. These like hundred dollar shoes, you know, or I don't know how I remember they cost, you know, uh, back in the day. And that was a lot of money back then. And um, man, the first day I put them on, the first day I go to school and I get a freaking scratch right in front of them, man. Oh. My mom finds, uh, I show my mom, she sees the scratch on them, she freaking took them right back, man. Mm. She, yeah. She took him right back. She's like, you know, man, I'm not going to buy you. Spend all this money on your shoes. We just, you know. And, yeah, so she took him right back and went back to Payless and then got the shoes from Payless. And they took him back with the scratch? Yeah, they took him back. Oh. She took him back. And that was a smart move. Huh? I mean, I would have done the same thing, you know, same thing. Yeah. If you think about it, those shoes are really cheap to produce, huh? Like, oh, yeah. The material looks, yeah, yeah. there's some that look like jacket material, like like the... Uh, windbreaker material. Right. Like, yeah, that's what I think. Those are. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think a Jordan. Last I checked, uh, was like twelve dollars to make. Right. Or less. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's Cortez nothing. Cortez like six bucks, probably eight. Sure, it's nothing, man. And they <laughs> they buy what freaking thousands. I don't know millions of shoes that they made, so they get the shoes for probably nothing. Yeah. You know. We'll get into that. You probably know a little bit more about product and all that. If yeah, you yeah, yeah. Get it, but so. But the trucking, let's go back real quick. How did you get into that? Like, why did you say, oh, I want to be a trucker? Like, you, you know what? Um, my dad's been a trucker for years, man. Like, it's probably like 25, 30 years. Yeah. Our, our dad, our uncle. Yeah. 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 My dad was in it uh, for a long time. And um, I used to work for, for, I I mean, I grew up and I worked for the city of LA. I was had a job doing that. Mm. And, um, you know, he used to always tell me, like, hey, man, get your license, get your license. And I'm like, yeah, 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 but I never did it. And so one day it kind of made sense. And he's like, man, you know what? You got to get your license because, man, you know, you never know. And if you need something to do or whatever, you know, and you can always have that to fall back on, you know. Yeah. And he was right. He was right, man. It took me a lot of years, but 
because I kind of wanted to do my own way. You know, I wanted to make my own way. Not that I. What was your way? I don't know. Oh. I was trying to figure it out. Okay. You know, that's kind of always been my story, man. I think a lot of people maybe know how what they're gonna do in life or yeah. whatever the case is, or they oh this, this but <laughs> not me, man. My my life has been very about figuring out. I was always lost, and I felt like lost, and I didn't know why I was here, mm-hmm. and I felt like. Um, Definitely, yeah, I was trying to figure out what the hell I was about, what I was good at. Um, I didn't know what I was good at because I never thought I was good at anything, you know. So as a kid, uh, that kind of kind of messed with me. What made you believe that anyone ever say anything to you at a young age and it stuck with you? Or you, you literally talk like that to yourself? I don't know. What I, I think that came from uh, outsiders, you know. Like I feel like um, like where my, my family all played soccer and and I wasn't very good at it. You know, so sometimes you get these other kids that go around and they start bullying. And they're like, oh, you suck. Or, you know, they start from there or, you know, just just things like that where people start thinking and you start thinking, oh, well, everybody else is good and I'm not good. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, so that kind of like as a kid, that shit, you know, I think that messes with you. And so, you know, I kind of forced myself out of that situation and 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 kind of went on my own and had to figure out what the hell I was good at, you know. And so, and that's kind of been my journey in life, just figuring out what I like, because I I didn't like it. I love it now, and I respect it, and I obviously, but back then I didn't like it. I felt forced. I felt like, like it wasn't. It didn't come natural to me, you know. And uh, it was not trucking is your passion. It was yeah. not. Yeah, and like just for the paycheck. <laughs> yeah, so no, you know, because when I got into when I got into uh, trucking, when I got into trucking, you know, it was actually you know, Javi started. Um, I started working for Javi, and uh, he got me into it. And Javi's a great motivator, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, he'll know who to talk to, and he's always like, "Hey, you know, if you can do, what's up, Javi?" <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's a whole great motivator, man, and uh, and I was always cool about him. You know, and uh, I was doing cool. I was doing cool for 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 you know. I I made I made about you know a decent amount of money at a job. I had a stable job, you know, like a city job, union, you know, the whole thing. But I was just miserable, man. I was just wasn't the life for me. I was just there, and I just knew that I could do more. I wanted to do more, and I I just I was miserable, man. But you didn't know what. I I didn't know what I was gonna do. But you knew what you didn't want. It. Yeah, I knew that I didn't want that. And um, what's that feeling like, though? What what is it that what what do you feel when you know it's not for you? Like, how does it feel? Describe that. Like, you're just you just feel empty, man. You feel like you have no direction, like you're trapped. Hmm. Um, to me, it was like, man, I you know, and, and other people are happy, and there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I always felt that I was meant for more. And when you feel like, man, I got a lot to give, and being here. I'm never going to do that, you know? And um, so that was, that used to spark this thing inside of me. And I, and uh, either, and then every time I was there, it made me miserable. So I started doing this. I went back to school and I started studying during my, my, my downtime and all that just to kind of keep my mind going, moving, you know? And uh, I didn't know that entrepreneurship was really the thing, you know? A thing or the it, thing? The, the thing. Oh. You're right? For me, mm-hmm. right? That it was going to be. And, and 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 so, you know, when he, you know, he brought that up, you know, I thought about it. And and then one day I said, you know what, man? Like, 
No, I can see him doing it. He's a young kid. He was younger than me, obviously, right? But I don't know how many years younger than me, but um, he he was doing it, and I respected that a lot, man. I respected that a lot, and um, so I said, you know what, man, I'm gonna give it a shot and see where it goes, you know. Mm-hmm. So and then I got into yeah, I got about a, I bought a truck. My dad helped me buy get a, get a hold of a truck, and I got a truck, and I started doing the job. I did the job at nighttime and then i did the um i did the truck driving in the daytime and and i was pretty much working all day day night day night and then eventually i just quit my job and then i started truck driving and you know you do that whole life man the whole owner operator life you know there's people that i mean it's funny but you know a lot of us man we sacrifice fuck they don't even know how many hours we spend in there man like Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous and how you just don't go home you know and just you're just driving all day, day, night, day, night, day, night, day, night. And, and, and that was kind of, it was motivating because we were making money. And I never made that much money in my life, you know, mm-hmm. at that time. And um, I was making money. And I was working a lot. And it if, was cool. If you slack, you feel like you're leaving money on the table hall. Like, yeah. it's out there. I could, I could go right now. and Yeah, you'd always say, no. When you're, when you're motivated and you want to do something, man, and yeah, it definitely, you'll, you'll, you'll make money, man. But there's a lot more to it. Mm-hmm. But you'll make money, but yeah, it's gonna cost you your time, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that was that was that was the deal, man. And we used to do these fuck man work. God, I mean, I mean, I remember one time Javi's brother we used to talk, and he was like, I was like, man, like, nah, you know, when you're tired, when you're really tired, when you have to, when you're driving in the middle of the night or sometime or in the middle of the, like it was two, three in the morning or whatever the case is, and you have to pull over because you have to vomit. Oh shit! <laughs> and he, I remember his brother told me that, and, I was, and then one day, when that one time that happened to me, you know, I remember mm. that happened to me, and he's like, "Yeah, man, that's when you're tired. Like, you just, you know." That's and, a, 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 a rare thing. Yeah, who was that from? Um, it wasn't Sergio. It was a. It was a. Uh, what uh, was it? Javi? I forgot. One of one of I forgot who it was. It was one of them. Mm-hmm. And he told me that, and then when that happened, it was like, oh shit, you know. Now, you know, now I know I've been, you know, I've lacked sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. because you're always going, man. You're always, you know. Then you get stuck in those lines at the port, right? And and then you get, you know, you already been working all day, and then you get stuck there at night, and then you don't. And all of a sudden, these guys go to lunch, and then it's two three in the morning. All of a sudden, now it's two three in the morning, and you're barely getting out, and then you got to get back up at four thirty in yeah, the morning. Yeah, something to deliver. At a yeah, time. man, it was it's it, it was bad, man. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you do that because you know you you want the money, and you're trying to. I guess you want to do something with it, you know. Mm-hmm. You just become like I remember, you know, I, I I had my my kids, my girl, you know, and we were living, and I remember I was working so much for so long already. That I used to come home, man, and I was like a zombie. Like he would talk to me, and I was just like, like I was there, but I wasn't there. Yeah. And I don't know if you know that. I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people know what I'm talking about. That truck drive, where you just, just, you're just so tired and lack of sleep, and you're just kind of. I was a zombie, man. I was just kind of living life then, and just kind of going through life, but I wasn't really there anymore. You know. What about when you park the truck and then you get in your personal vehicle and you wanna release the brakes? <laughs> oh yeah, that was because you're still. I, I you're, did that a couple times. You're still on there, man. You're yeah. you're you're on there. Like I still drive to this day, and it's it's been I don't know how long. I think since 2017. Yeah. That uh that I haven't that I haven't driven a truck right, 
And I'm still, I still drive on the first two lanes, you know, like I guess I get stuck there for some reason. And I'm like driving behind these trucks and I'm like, oh, then I remember, oh shit, I got, I could, I could actually move. And yeah. Then, yeah. You, you get out of that lane. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. still happens to me. Uh, you're still. in on duty mode still. Yeah. So then that ended eventually all that money, all that income. And then there was a sudden change because of, uh, you mentioned earlier a DUI. Yeah. So. So I, you know, uh, there's a time, uh, yeah, I just started drinking, um, and, uh, one night I went out and, you know, I was, I was having a good time and I started drinking and, and I wasn't, I don't condone this behavior, man, because honestly it's, it's, it was the worst thing that can happen to me at that time, especially as a truck driver, hmm. you know, to, 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 to take that. You're, take that away from yourself especially you know and i'm sure a lot of you guys are making a lot of money you know and you got a lot of expenses and that 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 quickly becomes very difficult so um yeah i i i was i was gonna move my car outside and then send me you know it got really easy for me to just say oh you know what i'll just drive it you know i'll just drive it home you know and i was gonna take an over but i decided stupidly to 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 just take the car and I guess I was pretty, pretty, pretty drunk, and then I start. I was, I swerved a little bit, a little bit, huh? And <laughs> yeah, a little bit, and uh, yeah, and then I got pulled over, and then I went to jail for that, and I got my license taken away, you know, and then I couldn't drive no more, and lost all of my income, and it was, it was, yeah, it was a tough time for me, man. So, and the truck and. Did you get a driver after that, or you sold it? What you do with the truck? I after? I sold it. I sold. I ended up selling the truck. Um, I ended up selling the truck. Uh, I ended up uh, taking a job uh, with. Uh, I ended up taking a job doing uh, mechanic work, you know, uh, but I wasn't getting paid much, right? So it was it was you know minimal. You know, I didn't know nothing, you know. Mm -hmm. So I took I took a job doing that, and so I was kind of struggling. I wasn't I had my expenses were way higher than than that money that I was making, and uh, it was it was st stressful. I think what I prolonged it probably was the 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 fact that I was trying to fight it, you know, and I was fighting it, and I couldn't because if I wouldn't have fought it, because I, I don't know for some reason the lawyers like to stretch it out for like a year or whatever it can but that's the worst decision that that I made yeah it was a money thing you know and um that was the worst decision that I made if I and I, and I realized the day I went to court if I would have just accepted the plea if I wouldn't I wasn't going to get out of it then within 3 months I would have been able to get my license you know also uh, no not my trucker's license oh, but my, my my regular license yeah, you know okay and then um start the process of like you know, get my license back and all that. And then, then a year from that, but since I didn't do that, since I, I decided to fight it, they just prolonged it. And there was no, the outcome was the same. I still got blamed. You know, I still took that. And then I had to start from like a year later. Yeah. You know, and like how much did you lose on uh, attorney fees and all that? Um, I think it was, I don't know, probably five, six thousand dollars plus all the other stuff. Plus the waste of time. Plus the waste of time. A lot more. Mm -hmm. A lot more when you waste the time, you know, and I'm not saying I mean, if you want to fight it or whatever, but there's no I mean, you're guilty. You're guilty. That's just one of those things. Huh? That's it's going to be hard. Very hard. Yeah. If you're guilty, I mean, you're guilty. Take the plea. Take the responsibility. Like yeah. line up and take it. And the judge will be a lot easier on you. 
you know and you can start your life right away don't you know don't don't hold back like and fight it and just think that you're gonna get away with that what are know? the benefits of fighting it though like what has it there was no ever won? There, there was no benefit i mean there was no benefit from it you know so you were honest. you were fighting it just to try to, to see win if and it, say that i thought I, I thought that they would maybe drop it down to like some less degree kind of you know um thing like well, i don't know wet and reckless or something but they they're not they're not gonna do that you know they did that for me yeah 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 they, they didn't they didn't do that they didn't do that but i was parked already i was already like you know they came up to me on my window and uh, right you they pulled you over right? yeah that see that's different though right and but it's at the discretion right sometimes they just bring it down if you take the plea right away did you I did. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's why. That's why clock. because you know, I know the conviction date starts the clock. Like I think the lawyer was so like so. The 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 judge was pissed off that they wasted so much of the court's time. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was like in there when I finally went in there. I didn't even know what's going on. I never went in there. Like the, the lawyer was taking care of all that. But the only thing he was doing it was just pushing it over, pushing it over, pushing it over, exacting for extensions. It was wasting the court's fucking time, man. And. And it was when I went in there, he was pissed. He was like talking smack to like my lawyer, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And he was upset at me too, right? And I it was the first time that I uh, that I had uh, excuse me that I had freaking gone through that and and even been there, right? I didn't know, you know. I even wrote a letter. I had people write letters to, to explain to explain them what kind of a person I am because it's not something I normally do. And since I lived off of that. I didn't normally, yeah, did I drink? Yes, of course, but I normally did the right decision, you know? I normally, you know, did not draw a chunk of drive because I knew I would lived off of that. Yeah. But all that took is that one that one time for me to do that. and Literally, like, what, that one time? Yeah, like, literally. I mean, I, I, you know, you, you know, you sometimes you drink, but not like that, right? But there's probably people that drink like that and do it all the time. Maybe get away. But I never really did that. Like if I drunk, if I ever like was drink, went out drinking, and I drank more than I I knew, it was always somebody else driving. It was you know I would take an Uber, or, you know whatever I had to do. But that was that one time where I drank like that, and I decided to drive. And that's I think what happens is that you just make the, you just start making bad decisions. You know when you're drinking and you're in that stage, you just make bad decisions and and you're not thinking rationally and and so. That kind of happens, you know, and so that kind of man that made my life super difficult, man. The diff- most difficult time I think in my life that I've ever, you know, one of them. That know? sudden change in income and just like not knowing what the fuck is next. Right? Yeah, I think it's because for me, I, I didn't want to. Um, man, I th- I think that I didn't want you know I was trying to like save my family from having to feel what I had done. Yeah. You know, keep them in their home, you know, and at least that. And but I didn't have enough money, man. I I, I didn't make enough money to to um, to pay my bills. And it was always stressed. And did it affect your like household stuff? Were you in a relationship at the time? Yes. What else? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it caused so much stress in my in my relationship. Um, And with, you know, it's just. It was just bad, man. Um, yeah, I, I think that I learned so much from that situation about about um, definitely not to do that again. Definitely, yes. Um, Sounds pretty vague, but it really is that, huh? Like, don't do it again. What yeah. is that? What you learned from that situation? 
I, I think I, you learned a little more. I think that. it depends on the. I think it depends on the person, like what their experience was. You know, my mm-hmm. my, my and some people, some people's job may not be, you know, rely on their income, but for me, it did, and uh, and you know, because I decided to move into, uh, uh, you know, the whole mechanic field. Right, I went into that field and started learning, but I was making minimum. You know, I wasn't making much. I just that kind of just made it difficult because my expenses were a lot higher than that mm-hmm. anyways and so it, it was just hard man and luckily I you know my you know my girl stuck by me at the time you yeah. know and 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 we kind of went through it together and and you know I had my family that that, that helped me and you know they they lend me money to help to help me get through that time and and so but uh, yeah it was a it was a very difficult time and I learned a lot about myself, man, at that time. And it's an ego killer in a way, right? It has a little blow to the ego because having to borrow money and then like, because uh-huh. like, we, we want to provide and then there's like this sudden change and then, you know what I mean? Like you feel like you're letting people down. You, you know, I, never, I don't like to ask. I never like to ask. And I had the fact that I had to do that was, was definitely like a, it broke my ego because... Um, I had I, I didn't do it for myself, for the wrong reasons. I did it because you know, it got so bad. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it got so bad, and this is where I'm, I might get emotional. But like, uh, it got so bad that that um, you know, I couldn't keep my lights on. You know, I didn't have food on, on the table. Man, I couldn't feed my family. So it 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 got pretty bad, you know, and um. I remember one time I had to go over and and I talked to my mom and and I told her like I'm you know I'm sorry but I can't I can't feed my family you know and that part definitely fucking brings back memory and and reminds me not to do stupid got, shit you know he got me there because <laughs> I felt the same bro like but you know luckily like, and my it mom, works out in the end right yeah and I, yeah. My mom like cried with me because she knew the struggle. Maybe mm-hmm. she, I mean, they didn't do the whole truck driving of shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, they she had seven kids, and you know, I think she knew like you know what it what it was not to have money and having all these kids to support, or rent to pay, or your mortgage to pay, or whatever it is, you know, and. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. That shit always you're good. Uh, that shit always cracks me, dude. Because you know I had to do that shit because I remember like having to take cold showers and these are things that people don't know, man. Like about the struggle because I'm not gonna sit there and tell you my my oh like cry about it. You know the people who know know. You know what I'm saying the people that need to know know about what you know, but. You know, you pick your head up and and you try to you know move forward for that man and and if it wasn't for those things, I think I wouldn't have tried so hard to be so successful and get myself out of that, you know. And I did, you know. And but those those memories there, like those memories, were the ones that you know changed my life, taught me a lot about myself, taught me what I was made of, you know, and uh, you know gave me a good boost to kind of get myself going so 
eventually it got you know eventually like i you know I, I took a job also with my brother so i took a job with my brother my brother has a a, a truck uh, uh he has a, a a cleaning service so they wash trucks or different type of buses fleas also has a janitorial business and um and uh he uh you know, I took a job with him, and they were washing in truck fleets and all that. So I, you know, would have my job at there, and then at nighttime and on the weekends, I would go with them, and I would do that. And um, you know, it was kind of I was constantly working. I was doing the same amount of work, honestly, probably a little, even a little less. But then I was making, you know, nothing. You know, my brother was paying me decently, you know, you know, but for the job, right? But it was still so significantly less that it wasn't you know and enough. even even working that hard it was yeah even hard. working the two jobs and freaking i was tired and i wanted to go to you know stay in one day and fall asleep or i was sick and i wanted to stay home or i wanted to see my kids and and i couldn't and i couldn't stay home because because if i didn't if i miss one day if i miss one freaking day i i i wouldn't have something i wouldn't i wouldn't have money to pay for something that i had you know and um that was uh that was that was tough man and it wasn't until but once i took that job my brother and i you know all this things started stabilizing and i didn't i didn't feel so stressed anymore and me being myself i'm very like i, I move you know i i make moves man i just that's what i do you know and uh, but when you're stressed and you got all that pressure behind you, man, to be honest with you, what stops you from, from being able to be yourself or think it's all that stress that you have behind you. And all that stress that I had on me didn't allow me to, I had no space in my brain for any, to think anything else than survival mode, right? So survival mode until I finally got to freaking, like, like kind of like a head above water. When I finally was able to stick my head out to breathe was when things started to change for me. I started seeing opportunities, you know, and I started taking it and, and started taking those opportunities and started figuring things out. And, and then things started changing for me, like overnight, kind of crazy, but yeah. You think that experience with the brother kind of tapped into something in your mind that's like, okay, there's a ton of different jobs out here and there's a ton of ways to get the money so let's just start like getting the ball rolling and see what other ways i can get money and you know get creative with or, or like the entrepreneurship uh mind yeah. tapped in or well like my brother's an entrepreneur like he has his own company right um he has his own uh he has his own company it's called it's called uh harvard um well they used to be called dng back in the day but people know him and um basically uh he 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 his, his he kind of mentored me a little bit there he mentored me a, a little bit there he started changing my mindset about things and 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 so that kind of got me going you know because I, I i i wanted to do something for myself but i didn't really want to and then i kind of i kind of felt felt kind of like forced into it in a sense so then i got into the, my then i started my own business and started my own um, cause I could, it wasn't enough money. You know, I started my own, uh, trailer service and I started with nothing, you know, literally nothing. And then from there, build that up, build that up. And, 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 um, 
did well, you know, did well, uh, you know, quite, quite people, few people jobs and, and, you know, kind of went there, you know, and, uh, we kind of, um, yeah, it was a different, it was crazy, man. Like from, I don't know, just, I think I worked, I used to work so much and I, I, I never liked to say no. So people would always call me and I was always working and they would call me, Hey, I need you. And I was always available. And I think that was one of those things that just kind of like that my, my, like, what do they call that? My, my, that's something to just survive that to, to make it, you, you're willing to do anything it takes to, to, to be successful. And determine your determination. To yeah. To yeah. Yeah. I would say determination, your will, you know, and when you have that, man, you don't care what it is. You're going to do what you have to do, you know, to to uh, be successful. And uh, that's kind of like the difference maker, I, I think, you know, mm -hmm. because someone who says, ah, well, you know, you know, hey, can you can you show up? Eh, well, you know, I can't really go right now because I got, you know, I mean, you're always making excuses, you know, and. When you really want something, you don't make excuses. You just do. You just take action. Hmm. And during that time, you just, I did. You know, and uh, even though I had to like, again, you know, um, those people don't know about the whole trucking life and the whole, you know, but even, and it's not in, it doesn't even apply to trucking anymore. It applies to just entrepreneurship is like, when you're an entrepreneur, small business, you know, you just, you know, you, you have to, work all the time and they think that you work less but you don't i mean for you to work less you have to learn how to make money and make and and learn how to make money with money and that's the way you start working you start working less when you can know you when you know how to be an investor then then that's when then you buy your time back but until then you uh, you, you you don't you have to work you have to be there you have to do it yeah and and um and that's kind of like what I've learned, at least in my experience, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, so it's, um, yeah, definitely, um, it was, yeah, it was definitely a challenge, man. Definitely a challenge. And, and you needed to fully apply yourself. And, and so I, like I said, I, um, I, I was never, I was always working. I was never home. I, I, um, you know, I feel so bad now that I think about it because, you know, the mother of my, my kids, she had to raise them by herself, by herself, you know, and luckily I had a, you know, such a beautiful woman that, 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 uh, that stuck by me and, and, and it was, you know, obviously she got to stay home and, and, and all that, but that whole life and, you know, all that responsibility that she had, right. Yeah. Um, to, to do all that, you know, she had to do that alone and, and, and that was hard and I know I'm sure that was hard for her, you know, so. Uh, you learn to appreciate things, you know, and people, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, because, like I said, you know, I, well, I was truck driving. I was gone 18, 20 hours a day, you know? Like, it was constant, constant yeah. work. And who's raising my kids, right? She was, right? Mm -hmm. So, and even when I started the, the my service, you know, my repair service business, you know, I was always working. But at least I was home more, right? Okay. And I was there so I can, you know... I can come around, but the thing is, like, if they call me, like, I could have just got home six o'clock or whatever, and then we're about to have dinner, and I'm getting a call, hey, you know, I'm like, shit, I gotta eat real, real quick and take off, <laughs> and and that shit's annoying, man, yeah. you know, that that that's 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 annoying, and I realized that too, like, 
I realized that too. I was like, damn, man, like this shit sucks, you know? But this is the life it chose, right? And mm-hmm. until I learn how to make money where, where I, you know, where I don't have to do that and I could buy back my time, you know, then, then this is what it's going to be, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's been cr- crazy journey. <laughs> you think um, in trucking, do you think the reason you failed in trucking is strictly the DUI? Or if you didn't get the DUI, would you still be in trucking? Or do you think eventually you would have, you know, found I, something I, else? I, I feel like either I would have started a business, like my own trucking company. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think, I, and honestly, uh, I, I want it more than to just to be the owner op. I wanted to, I don't want to, I didn't want to be, I think my goal has always been to like, you know, to have a business, run a business and, and one day be able to just kind of chill out and not to worry about, you know, to have sources of income. You yeah. know, you want to have a cash flow. Yeah. Right. Like that's what you want. Right. Cash flow, you know, and um, that was eventually I think I would have done that. But I think that the whole experience of it was so bad that it just I was just done with it. Oh, okay. Right. So I was after that happened, I was like, I want nothing to do with fucking truck driving no more you know even though i kind of miss it you know because it was cool yeah i do because i was alone a lot and uh through there i was able i I was alone a lot and i was thinking a lot and and a lot of my personal growth came from there you know you know meditation and i was alone and to my thoughts and you know so a lot of that i don't know if you, you 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 relate to that but for me it definitely definitely was I liked it. I liked it. Uh, the privacy, uh, as far as like being alone, listening to whatever I want, just knowing where I'm going, just sign here and I'm gone. Like it's easy. I know how to navigate the ports. I know, you right. know, I know a thing or two about trucking, and you know, it's like you got it made. Just yeah, yeah, chill. yeah, yeah. It's true. But it did take a, you know, it might it has pros and cons because for me, it made me extremely like uh, introverted and like very awkwardly antisocial where like you know you're used to being alone right where my small talk game is weak as fuck yeah yeah you know how's the oh how about that weather (laughs) uh then there's like what's next you know yeah but i only miss the cruising and like fixing up the truck having it look nice and just that feel when you're on the long drive right with music and i don't know i don't miss anything else i i miss the you know how to have those moments where we have these big checks, then they got little checks, and it's like a little bit of everything, you know. But that's where you kind of learn, I guess. That's my your first experience of the wave, you know. And and sometimes uh, I think you don't feel it so much. You do feel it, but you don't feel it so much as an owner up. Um, but you still do uh, the wave of entrepreneurship mm-hmm. because you're still blanketed by by. Um, by the country trucking company you know they yeah they hunt the, they, the they, they they hunt they do all the hard yeah. work man yeah. you know the hard work of finding the work you know and um and so that's i guess that's where they they you know you see that you know they earn a percentage right but yeah um because you just have to go and do deliver and, and, and do your thing but when when you're when you're a real trucking company i'm assuming you got to go and find those compete loads for other people and, yeah and do all this other, uh, all this other nonsense. Sure, that, that has, paid. Yeah, to, to yeah. do that. And when you just have to worry about 
going from one destination to another, that's a big, huge responsibility that you don't have. And that's kind of a, an idea of, of it, but, but it's stressful. And imagine like, and, that, and then when you really become a business, small business, and you have employees and people to pay, I mean, that's a whole another animal, dude, you know? Because, it, you know, if you don't have money to pay, it's stressful, you know? Um, like having a business, man, making sure that you're being, you're, you're, the money's coming in, making sure you have money every week to pay people. That's the that's that's a whole nother thing there, you know. It teaches you a lot about yourself, your your weaknesses, what you're good, what you're not good at. So Entre stressful. Entrepreneurship is one of the hardest things you can do, but it, to be honest with you, it's gonna teach. It's gonna make you, or let me say, it's gonna you're gonna find out who you really are. It's gonna expose you, and that's what it does. It exposes your weaknesses. And it's up to you to like basically work on those weaknesses and get better or you're going to fail because those weaknesses are going to expose you. And those weaknesses are what's going to, what's going to, you're going to start seeing the turn that is, oh man, this, because of this thing, because I'm a procrastinator. Now this thing happened or because, you know, I'm lazy or this thing happened or because whatever reason, but it's going to affect you in your business. Yeah. And it really does. And if you're not on top of it, and then when you have a business, you got to be on top of your stuff. And if you're not on top of your stuff, you're going to, it's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you. And you're going to go, you're going to go out of business. And so you, and it's really what we're talking about, you know, outside, I think we're, we, we're talking about how, um, how, you know, that kind of, how you have to quick, quick, act quick on your feet. I remember right now, earlier, right? You're like, as soon as something happens, you got to make a decision. You got to, you got to change. You got to make a decision right away. And, and that's not, that's the thing that happens in, when you have businesses, too. Like, it's, if you have a business, you know, something goes wrong, you have to, hey, you got to change, you know? And if you don't change, then you're going you're gonna to go down, you know? So, yeah, whatever's causing it doesn't really care how you feel about the change. Right. You got to adapt yeah, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, you got to adapt. Yeah. That's, that's the yeah. word, right? You adapt. You say, okay, you know what? You got to adapt and... Yeah, make the change if it's hurting at least so that you can cut that off, right? You're bleeding, you know, you, it's kind of like you tie, you tie a thing and you're bleeding deaf and you tie something up to, to stop the bleeding, right? Mm. You know, but when you got too many of those, I mean, you're going to go down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, it just, right? And, and, and that's what happened. But it's okay. Yeah. It's okay, you know? It's okay. Like you, you, painful, though. It is. It is. <laughs> it is very painful. But you learn a lot about yourself, you know? Um, don't make too many of those mistakes. And then yeah. when you go back and you think, like, man, well, I'm not going to do that again, you know? And, uh, and eventually I think you'll get to the point where you, you know, you know that the important things of running a business and, and, and there's a lot of important aspects. Hey, sorry to interrupt you. You get to the point where you're like people from the outside see you and you're like, oh man, that guy is really successful. He, look at, he, he just knew how to run a business, not knowing it's like your 10th one, you know? Yeah. All yeah. those. But, I mean, let's say I think like what doesn't like uh, what's that show on TV, the uh, Shark Tank or something like that. I'm sure that those people don't even inv uh, invest in people. I, and I heard that I don't, people don't invest in people unless they already gone through the, at least their third business. Mm. Because you're going through businesses and and you're gonna fail. Of course you're gonna fail. You're, you you know you're going into something that you don't know nothing about, man. 
and you have to focus on what you're doing right and when it's good and then you got to see what you're doing wrong and then you got to correct them and if you don't correct those things fast enough and um man, you're gonna go down and but then eventually when you like go down and yeah you do go you take this huge freaking hit right and and then you're like crawling under the rock you know like it's it's ho horrible you you know but you know, when you got no money, you you don't have no time to be depressed. You know, like so. You know what I'm saying? Like, I forgot. I heard that today on the radio. I think you know that it's Fifty Cent said that or some of the, oh, that. Let's start rapping right here. Yeah, like like he said something about you know when you, you when you got no money, you know, and you you know you got no time to be depressed. You know, because if it oh, doesn't hurt, okay. hard, it, it doesn't hurt hard fast enough. Because yeah. if if you got a family to feed and and whatever, you, you know, oh, I'm gonna be depressed. I don't want to go outside, and and you're gonna sit there in your room and. Whatever yeah. Yeah. you got a family to feed. I mean, maybe if you're single and you got nothing, whatever you know, you're living at your parents' house and you got nothing, you know, they're taking care of you. Okay, maybe you have you do have that luxury of, of being depressed. But mm -hmm. when you got bills and a, and a mortgage to pay and kids to feed, uh, you don't got time to be depressed, man. Like you know, yeah. you, you, if you if if you get depressed, your kids stop. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's just uh, as a man. I mean, or as a woman. You know, you're just not gonna allow that to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I think that was my biggest motivator. My family's always been my 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 kids. My family's always been my biggest motivator. You know, and so even when I went down, that was that was the reason why I came up because I had such a big a reason, mm -hmm. right? The reason why you know is what pushes you through all that. So the the top starts at the bottom. I know it sounds so literal and so, but you know, like. Sometimes when you when you hit rock bottom, like it's literally like the from that point you can only go up. So yeah. everyone that gets to the top eventually, they had to start where you know. So the bottom. Yeah. So pretty corny. The top stops. The top starts at the bottom, guys. That's your motivational quote of the day. Subscribe for more uh, advice. Oh, nah. Yeah, <laughs> but, like in my you know, situation, they, I feel like. I have been don't, don't steal that shit. That's yeah. I'm gonna trademark that slogan, man. The, t the top starts at the bottom, bro. Yeah. Well, you always gotta be humble. You no, know, I need, I, need, I, need, right? I need to work on that. Stop interrupting the guest, man. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's not good. Um. Yeah. I, um, in my situation, <laughs> you know, like I've had both, right? Yeah. And once you have that taste of like, damn, right? You know when you got in there. And I, I'm sure there's people out there when they, they, you got in that taste of like, damn, you know, like I made it. I, I got out of the, I got out of the rat race. Yeah. And once you got that and in your grasp, it's kind of hard to go back, man. Mm. You know, you know, and I don't know if too many people that, that if they feel that or not, but I definitely felt that even if it lasts for a little bit or whatever the case is, right. You definitely feel that I, I, I felt like I, I have been successful to some extent, not to where I, I, I envisioned myself, right? But it's a work. It's a work in progress, man. You know, right now I am. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, I'm the successful person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have been successful at times, and I also have done bad. Yeah. You know, I'm the uh, definition of, of an entrepreneur going through it, right? And with a vision that's like, relentless and I'm not gonna stop until I get there mm -hmm. you know um, and and that's what it is and and have I made a lot of money yeah hell yeah for sure and have I done more <laughs> I have done horrible yes I have you know and I've done both you know um, but 
but uh you know it's it's uh, when you have a business and and you you know money goes quick you have to be very smart and how to manage your money and 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 how to run your business correctly man because um if you don't those the, the, everything you have to pay all your expenses are going to eat you it'll eat you up mm -hmm. real quick man you know and um that's something that you have to learn as a as a and as an entrepreneur or as a small business owner or as a business owner in period like you have to learn to you have to learn to be wise with your money you have to be on top of your stuff and 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 um, make sure that everybody gets paid you know before you do you know that you get paid last you know everybody else gets paid and on your bills and then you get paid last you know uh, in a sense you know um because you're not gonna have like you can have like the best mechanics you know whatever or something to do, but if you if, hey mess them up mess up payment don't pay them one week don't pay them two weeks see how quickly they you know they're gonna be gone like, like i'm not gonna they're not gonna deal with you they're not gonna you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure it's the same thing for owner ops. You know, you work for a company and the company doesn't pay them or the checks bounce and yep. all that. I'm like, hey, man, I'm not going to do it. I did my work. I did my, I expect to get paid. Yes. And uh, that's how it is, man. And 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 if you're going to be a real, if you're a real, a real business, you know, a real, real business, you're going to pay and and your checks are not going to bounce, you know, and, and, and you're going to be all right, you know. And that's you being responsible. Because there's a lot of people that are not responsible and they think, especially in this industry, you see the money come in like crazy. I'm sure like, I remember, you know, you know, whatever, like even when I was truck driving, you know, the, you know, $3,000 checks or whatever a week or, you know, sometimes some people even get more than that. Right. And uh, I mean, imagine that if you imagine if you have freaking 10 drivers or 100 drivers, how much money that is, you know, right, that you have to cough up. Yeah. So that's, that's a huge, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those, but you always have to have money there and to pay off your stuff, you know? And so, yeah, it's important. It's important to be uh, very responsible. That's what I'm saying. It, it exposes you. If you're freaking really bad with money, if you're, you know, if you, if you freaking have a business and you get this check and the first thing you do is take off to Vegas and, you know, blow that, then you're not very, you're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're definitely yeah. not going to make it. Got to save for the rainy days. And then even when it's going good, right? Just keep planning yeah. with the next move. What yeah. am I going to do with with this money? Back to the, we're going to change the subject from the trucking thing soon. Uh, is there anything you would do different about that? The trucking, if you could? DUI aside? No, I just, no regrets. I mean, I regret the DUI, of course. But I think eventually I would have got out. Okay. Or I started, you know, I should have got out or started the, the business, you know, uh, I think my, my, I think, uh, it's unedible. What do you call it? Like inevitable, inedible, inedible, <laughs> that's a hard word, um, that I was gonna start my own business, you know? Okay. And so at so, least deep down, you don't feel like, oh, cause of the DUI, I missed out on this or I could have done this or that. So, cause deep down you were going to do something It forced else me anyways. out. It forced me out. Like, yeah. I think that I would have prolonged it a little more oh. and I'm glad uh, in a sense it happened that way, Rick, yeah. it rushed me out of it. Yeah. And then it forced me into this situation yeah. where I am now. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Cool. Cool. I have a random question for trucking. Uh, what's one thing people assume about truckers that maybe bothered you or would have bothered you then 
assume that our job is easy. Yeah. You know, I, I would say and, that because they don't understand. Like, it's easy in a sense where we're not doing hard labor because, yeah. you know, you might you can be like, oh, well, this guy works in construction and yeah. and he slaves himself all day. Yeah. And that is respectful, you know, and, and definitely is. And um, the thing about, like, uh, truck driving is like, yeah, we're not doing that, but sit your ass in the fucking truck for that long every freaking day mm-hmm. and see if that's not that's not hard you know you know not being a move or not being able to go to the restroom or like being in cotton situations like that you know and the worst thing i think um is the sleep the lack of sleep yeah the the the, the, the that's there's a lot of, bro there's a lot of where like the worst i think i, I still haven't recovered from that to be honest <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you I, I i man that shit aged me yeah you know it really does age you bro like i the lack of sleep man of working the way i did as an owner op you know like i mean maybe if you take the job as a, you know like eight hours and cool go home i mean maybe it won't be so bad but you're an owner op you know or business owner mm-hmm. and you're you got to be on that truck man you got to work and the amount of hours that you put in man that that was i'm telling you I, the fact that i got myself to the point where like i'm pulling over in the middle of the freaking night just to th- throw up because I'm so tired or, or, um, you know, I remember it was Oscar, mm, Oscar okay. Franco that told me that. Okay. And I was like, no way. He's like, yeah, I watched. That's when you know you're tired, bro. That's when you know you're tired. I'm like, all right, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. You know, so kudos it's to Oscar. If you're, if you're watching that, you know, vomit I heard gang. that from you. Yeah. The vomit boys. The vomit gang. Yeah. That's, you know, <laughs> that's when you know you're tired. Yeah, man. So, and, um, do that or or the fact that you're like just can become this lack of you know you haven't slept and you be just be and this is for years of doing it or months of doing it and you just become a zombie bro you really do become a zombie like if you ever get to that point and that's just scary mm-hmm. because you're just not even there no more you're like awake but you're asleep yeah. like it's it's a weird feeling man yeah i fell asleep a couple times behind the wheel yeah, the scariest one was uh, ninety one West before you get to seven ten South. Yeah, I was I had just passed like Cherry or Atlantic way before Atlantic actually, but I, I fell asleep. And I know obviously because I woke up in the carpooling. Right, I was like, oh shit, my exit's coming up, and then <laughs> I was like. Yeah, so that's how I knew. You know, that was already like after all, all, all day, all nighter. <laughs> the you know? Those last runs. That's just from scary, the night. right? When you right, that's just scary when you uh, when you're like you're so tired. You're, you 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 think you close your eyes for a, for like a quick like blink, and it's been a it's been a few seconds. And, and it's you, so tempting to just let go. And then you're so second, you don't realize that you have swerved the whole damn freeway. Mm-hmm. Probably it's 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 a scary thing, man. I thought it was. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I used to remember I used to remember like stopping I was tired and work and I used to stop at McDonald's and I used to get like a freaking triple espresso shot mm-hmm. coffee. And that shit would keep me up for probably like thirty minutes. On a seek one. Yeah. Uh keep me up for thirty minutes and that was it. And yeah, when you're tired, you're tired, there's nothing that's gonna stop you from 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 freaking dozing off or Oh, you could play some um Skinny Crow music. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? For sure. What do you say okay. about that music? You want to share your music background? 
Yeah, yeah, actually, um, um, I'm a writer, a little bit of a performer, but I think more of a writer. Genre? Genre, uh, Mexican. Um, I would say ranchera, norteña. You know, it's the regional Mexicano, you know? Corridos tumbados, no? Not so much of corridos tumbados, but just... Yeah, I think that's more for, you know, younger cat, yeah. you know? Some got, some got a good ring to it. I play some. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't don't judge. You know. No, no, no. They do. Little, I like little, it. A little bit of everything. No, no. I no. I like. I I like it. But as far as me, you know, like I I kind of grew up more so. Um, I think it's because I I just I like old music. You know, like Ramon Ramon Ayala and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so and and so that's kind of my my music, right? And it's not even from my generation, but I just fell in love with that music, right? So. I kind of like like that better, mm-hmm. you know. How'd you get into that? Were you doing a little bit of that when you were trucking? And I, actually, that's where yeah. I I um my truck driving. That's where I actually like worked on my on my talent, man. Oh yeah, a lot of time to sit right. Sit and, and write music and and um I wrote a lot of songs through there when I, uh, and I I worked on my voice. I used to freaking be right there in my truck just fucking singing my ass off and shit. And mm-hmm. that's how I passed my time. You mm-hmm. some people wonder like, how do you pass your time? You know, when you're truck driving, what do you do all freaking day? Mm-hmm. You're just sitting there, right? Either mm-hmm. you're listening to music or some people listen to music. Some people, you know, might be listen. I used to listen to a lot of books. That's one of my, I think that's why I've done a lot of uh, personal growth was because I did a lot of books, listened to a lot of books. And uh, I, during that time, and I did a lot of singing and I did, uh, and that's the only reason I was able to sing my songs, because I don't think I was back then. I was able to sing as well, you know. But my voice got better because I was sitting there on that damn truck, just. How does the voice that. get better? What are exercises for that, other than just singing? There's got to be a technique, right? Yeah, there's a technique. Well, I, I, uh, when I had the chance, years ago, I had, you know, I had taken some classes for singing, and so that kind of helped me know where I, when I was right and where I was wrong. And but in reality, it's just really just practice. What yeah. is that they say to sing from the diaphragm? What is that shit? Because some people, they sing that key, you know, from the throat. Yeah. And their throat gets kind of like, um, you can tell they lose so, their voice faster. But so, then the on the breathing technique and how you use your diaphragm, it helps a lot. But I don't know what yeah, they mean by that. So, so for my uh, future singers out there or anybody trying to do that or doing that, or you go, the tip. So your diaphragm... You know, your voice comes out naturally from here, from your, your diaphragm, which is kind of in your stomach area, right? So that's where the Excuse voice, me. that's where the voice comes from. Mm-hmm. And um, what I learned from school was that that's the natural voice. If you, a uh, perfect example, if like uh-huh. right now we're this close to each other, uh-huh. you know, if I talk to you, I'm going to use a certain, my this voice that we're using right now right yeah that voice yeah you yeah. go so but if yeah. i was like way on the other side of the room yeah naturally i would speak up louder yeah right and um maybe even yelling uh-huh but if i yell how come when i yell naturally my voice doesn't crack but when you sing your voice cracks yeah you ever thought ah, about that no but that's good that's right? interesting yeah so that's the, the if you think about it like that it says because when you naturally are talking to somebody you're not, maybe it's the nerves or whatever the case is, but you'll naturally use your diaphragm to yeah. raise your voice so that the person, wherever they are, can uh-huh. hear you. Yeah. And it's the same thing. You got to relate that back to, to singing. 
So, you know, there's parts that you sing. If you're singing a song louder, you got to know how much uh, energy to use yeah. naturally. And the energy comes from here because if you scream and you're screaming from here, yeah. your throat's going to, it's not meant for that. When I sing to songs that I like, I, um, it's like the best way I can describe it is like if the the, the throat, the esophagus, it starts to close up. Like yeah. if it swells up. Yeah, because it vibrates. Uh, vibrates there yeah. so you're forcing your those things to vibrate and uh, you're yelling but if you you can still sing the same way but if you bring that energy from here from uh, your diaphragm uh -huh. then you can do it and then, and then it won't affect it show them what's that what, uh, yeah diaphragms yeah, yeah the diaphragms right here All right. yeah it's it, it um an exercise you know i was talking i don't even know why we were talking about this. But, <laughs> but an exercise that you do you, it here do yeah. an exercise so an, so an exercise you can do is that when you like For people that want to know how to sing, learn how to sing. An exercise <laughs> you can do is this. This is how you learn how to use your diaphragm. Are you going to be loud so I can fuck with it here? No, no, it's fine. No, no, I'm not going to say. So an exercise, if you're going to, if you want to learn how to sing, karaoke, whatever, impress your friends or whatever the hell, you know? So this is an exercise you do to get better at that. So you put your hand in front of your face and then you sing. But when you sing, you have to feel a hot breath on your hand. Mm -hmm. So as you're saying, you're like... Right. And, yeah. and so if you're singing like that and you and you you have to make sure that you feel that hot breath when you're singing your song. So that's when you know the energy is coming out of there and you're using uh, your diaphragm hmm. because it's coming from within. Uh, okay. You know, so if not, is it so even if you're talking, so if you're talking like this, yeah. use that, like use that, like feel that the hot breath come out and on your hand. And then start singing like that, and you start naturally using from here instead mm. of from here. It'll come out. And that was an, uh, an exercise they used to do. If Do this. If you feel the hot breath, that means you're, you're bringing that voice from within, mm -hmm. from within. If you don't, it won't. And if it smells kind of funny, what yeah, is that? That means you got to brush your teeth. los dientes, cochinos. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's it. It's also, uh, yeah, no, that's all. I mean, you're that, gonna catch that, these that, guys in the shower now. Yeah, I'm singing in the shower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, it, 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 you know, you think you're so dope, but I mean, when, when you're out there, you can sing and you sound like dope as fuck. And people, you know, that's mm -hmm. that's a cool, you know, it, it's cool that you can sing, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, I, I, I always thought that I was that was interesting. I just, I think for me, I would just, I never liked to be like center uh, attention kind yeah. of a person. So that was kind of always been hard. But did you know that before you started singing or you found out once? No, I, I kind of knew that. But then I thought I would grow out of that. It and, doesn't go away. And it didn't for me. Oh. You know, uh, uh, and, I, and I felt like I just like I just like the kind of like background kind of like, you know, I wanted to do it. And I and, and I did, you know, but I, I think like I, I enjoy more of the writing, mm -hmm. you know, so I write, I write music from people to know I write music. On my on my spare time, and that's my hobby, you know. What's your favorite? I mean, that those bars, quieres. I know you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. But it's probably annoying. Like you sing, oh, sing for us, you know. Like, what's your favorite uh, corrido or your favorite, you know, líneas? Um, shit, I don't know. Um, I, I guess, it? yeah. Uh, like, see, um, what can I sing? Oh no. Um. I can't even think of anything yeah. in the top of my head, man. We'll do it. We have to do that another time. Yeah. All right. But, 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah. So they're not gonna believe it then. No. They're gonna have to go look it, look it up on YouTube then. Yeah, you can look me up, Cuervo Delgado. If you don't like how I sing, it's cool. You can you can look me up. I have a I'm on um, pretty much all the. Did you keep the songs on the distribution? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I have it on. I'm a, I mean, I'm on Apple Music and okay. And, um, you gotta keep paying every year, huh? Renew that. No, no. Wish Your music is out. It's out. You know, yeah. on YouTube, yeah, you'll find some of my music on yes, YouTube. Uh, so it's cool. I got a lot of songs. I just a, I only put out a few. You know. Because I don't even know why, but I have a lot more songs that I have recorded and all that. But I just, I guess I didn't put them out for some reason mm -hmm. or another. But how many of these artists out there, like in corridos and stuff, have ghostwriters? And and once they buy it, do they have to credit? Obviously, they don't have to credit the ghostwriter, huh? Like it just shows up as if they wrote it in the. Well, I think people in the I, credits. I think people tend to. Um, just think it's their song, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't think anybody really cares more so who the, who the ghostwriter is unless you're in the industry, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you're a, a, uh, uh, if you're a record label or, or something and you're like, and you're looking for somebody to write a freaking hit song, then it's important to you, but it's not important to the listener. Mm -hmm. The listener doesn't care. They just, they just want to jam to a song. Mm -hmm. But for the right person, they pay attention to it. That's that's kind of in honest. the rap community. They kind of care. It, the listeners, they want like who wrote who wrote the song. Yeah, yeah, I would say yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't think so. I mean, on this I think because of the style, right? Because from the freestyle days, it, the credit is that you came up with that from the dome, like freestyle hip hop. But then, or, but then, let me ask you this: So, so then, the, the, wouldn't you like respect the 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 singer or the rapper less because you're like, oh, this one didn't even write his own raps because. Like that, we, that's what I'm saying. I think that's the thing. That's right. the case with, with, right, right, with yeah. that so, type of music. Yeah. So th that's not. So you, if you, if you see, that's one one genre that where you have to like. If you don't, if you don't write your own stuff, then you're not a real rapper. Yeah. Because of the real rapper comes. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna freaking credit the rapper for being a a great singer, because he's not. He's rapping. You know, rapping is like a different. It's a different thing, and I'm not taking away mm. at all. Um, the fact that they're talented, mm -hmm. I think that they're definitely talent rappers, and the way they come up with stuff, like you know, it's cool. But when it comes to singing, it's a whole other thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And there is some artists that can sing, but um, that that's the difference, I guess. I guess, and that's probably why uh, I think that with singers, I think with singers, they can get singers can get away with singing somebody else's thing because they're not judged. On 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 the uh, uh, not also on the song there, uh, you know, but how they sing it because they can get you can give somebody a beautiful song and they can like master it right yeah and but if they're a great singer they're gonna be like man you sang that shit beautifully or yeah. whatever you know what I'm saying yeah. like but um but when it comes to uh, a rapper you know it's, it's a bit different you're gonna get uh, what do what do they say what are they listening you're listening to what the words that they're saying and so I think that's probably why a rapper wouldn't get away with that you know. So maybe that's that's the deal there. So are you still pursuing that, or or it's on the back burner? In, you know up? what, man? I, um, it's it's definitely something I love to do, um, but I would love to be able to do everything, you know, in, in the world. But I, I, you know, there's only a certain amount of time, and uh, I, I I've had to step back from it. I had to step back from it because 
you know, my, my business demanded it, you know? And How did you gauge that? Because if you love music, you probably felt like it sucks to have to choose, right? But how do you know if you're giving up and quitting versus like doing this just because it sounds more realistic, but deep down the dream is music? Yeah. I'm just assuming. I'm just, you know, well, hypothetically, whatever. Well, for me, well, for me, it doesn't go away. Like, I'm not going to stop doing music because I'm busy. I just don't have the time that it takes right now to do that. Oh. So um, I, I believe that when you do music or you do an entrepreneurship or you do anything that means anything to you, you're going to do that for the rest of your life. It's not a momentary thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You always find the time. Like, you're always going to make the time to do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, uh, at least a little or whatever the case is. Now, if you want to do it professionally, now that's going to take, you know, a tremendous amount of energy. You know what I'm saying? And so I think what helped me make the decision is, this, is the fact that, you know, my business is doing well. And I wanted to focus on my business and grow that. You know, because I wasn't making any money from music. You know what I mean? And for me to... That would be the stupidest decision for me to say, I'm going to quit my business, which I also love, right? To go do music where I'm going to struggle financially. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'm not going to do that. That was a, that would be the stupidest thing for me to do, you know? And so that's what made me... It, it wasn't even a choice. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to focus on, on this because... You know, I, you know, this is, this is what feeds my family. This is what, they're both things that I love to do, but you know, this is until you make money off of it, everything is a hobby. You know, you can be a professional dirtbag writer and you can do it as a hobby and you become, become so good until, you know, and one day somebody says, Hey man, I want to sponsor you. And now you're making money. So now you become a professional you know, uh, dirtback writer or whatever, because now you're making money. But until you do make money off of something, you, that's your hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, you, uh, I mean, I, 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 I'm not putting anybody out for like, you know, it's choosing to go the other way, but you're just choosing a hard life. You know, you got to understand that you have to make money, especially you got a family. You have to make money. Yeah, that's what makes it harder, I think, for that's a big scenario, a, a big role player in like choosing one over the other, right? Yeah, but but um, people, why do I don't understand why people always have to be like, oh, I have to choose. You don't have to choose. Like you can keep doing it, you know. But it's not gonna have the same effort as a, as if you went all in on that, knowing that it's a higher risk. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. The, the people is that people just want to work one job. Like if you really really want to do that or do whatever it is that you're doing, like you're going to do it in the times that you're not working. Hmm. Like kind of like the way where okay, I, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like the extra hours, right? Like for instance, when I, when I used to tell you that I used to work at night. And so when I first started truck driving, I worked at night, got off at two in the morning and I had to be up at six and, and be ready to work at seven to three something truck driving. I didn't have to put myself through that. That's fucking two full-time jobs, plus the stress of running back and forth from the job, from, you know, on time, like, you know, my family, not seeing my family. Yeah. Like, that's a tremendous amount of stress. But, you know, when you really want something, you'll do whatever you have to do, you know? 
without you know compromising it you know like i said if you can afford to just do that all day of course like i think what i think what people do is that they they want to they want to say that that you got to be all in of course you got to be all in on anything that you do that's why I, I triple down on my all my on my stuff i have to you take action right but it's a matter of like you know the effort the time that you put into something it, it doesn't really have to be the fact that you have to like let go of something else. It's just how much are you willing to give? Like, if are you willing to like struggle completely because and you have your family struggle because because you don't want to fucking work more than eight hours? Oh, okay, so you that's the choice. Like the choice. You know, that's the choice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh well, I don't want to work hours, but then the rest of the eight hours after that, you're going and with your buddies and drinking and or doing all this other shit. You know, that's not aligned with 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 goals and, mm. and and aspirations and you know building something that's that's not you know the person i'm sure that anybody that even the artists they're fucking working all the time all the time they're in the studio creating beats or creating music and they're writing music all day all night and i'm pretty sure it's like about 16 hours a day you know like that, that they're doing that all day and um that's what you, that's what it takes you have to put in that time you know yeah Cause you know if you're just gonna put in eight hours in it, and and if they inconvenience you because your your t- your free time and that you go and you know do whatever the hell you know go have barbecues or, or, or all yeah. the other shit. I mean, I missed out on all of that shit. Yeah, you know. So that let's see on both. Fuck it, like yeah, like, if, if you it, want whatever you want to do, do. I mean, do if it. you hate your job, yeah. like if you're not happy at your job and you gotta get out, you, you I mean you have to find another job that you do like and you have to put in and you have to learn the skills to do that mm-hmm. right i mean that's or you that and you, or you stay where you are i mean oh, the learning the skills bro that part oh yeah you it, know, like, but you get what i'm saying right like it's um it's definitely like uh you know it's some definitely man you gotta freaking really want it if you don't really really want it bro mm-hmm. you're not gonna put there you're not gonna see it you're not gonna yeah. see it man. the sad part is not knowing deep down what you want and knowing you have, like we were describing earlier, you have that you knew you wanted something, but you didn't know what. Yeah. And it's like, where do you throw all that energy, right? right. So, and then stuff happens, gracias a Dios, and it's like, oh shit, look over there. That's my lane right there. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, but like, you don't. You it doesn't don't, work like that for everyone, though, right? You, no, some people already know what they want. Yeah. And some people are like, oh, I want to do this. And, and, that, and if you have that, damn, that's beautiful. But uh, if you don't, then you have to figure it's, it's because you don't know who you are just because you don't have that doesn't mean you're not capable of greatness right yet yeah of course yeah you know um in my case like i said i didn't know i i, I was good at focus on what you're good at and when you're good at you usually it's because you're passionate about yeah you know? as a kid you would have never thought you're doing what you're doing now yeah it's not like i want to grow up and do that no 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 definitely not I, but i knew what i was good at yeah which I, is what I, you know like for instance i was growing up i was I was I played sports, but I was more a little more aggressive. So I I was better at like football than soccer. So mm-hmm. I knew I didn't want to play soccer, mm. but I love playing football, right? Um, and then I got into boxing. I knew I like boxing, right? But then it came to a point where like I tried to play even whatever. But then it got to a point where I I couldn't I couldn't do that anymore. You know I was too too old, right? And oh okay. yeah, so. I think you got bored or something. No, no, like, you just become a, get to a point where you just can't do that, and you have to let go of that dream, mm. you know? And then sometimes you, you, you're, you like, let's say, like, 
And you, had a box, you had a boxing dream? I never... I no, like, it was just things that we did, you know? It was okay. just, I was a kid, like, you know, um, um, like, it, somebody, let's say, for I'll give you an example. If, you, if you're a soccer player, you're really good. And then you made it to whatever level, you know? And um, then all of a sudden, you're just kind of like, it doesn't happen for you, right? And you're, your whole life, you've been working for this thing. And it doesn't. Have, that's that's the crushing thing on the other side because let's say somebody does know what they want and they let's say they stick to like soccer, and then they play soccer and then all of a sudden they their dream gets crushed. They get pretty far, but their dream gets crushed way back then. Then they're like, "Fuck, well, I, this is all I had." Yeah, well, sounds very depressing. It, it does. It can be right. It it, it it does because now that you, you your dream didn't happen, you didn't make it to the NFL. You know, uh, or you didn't make it to whatever professional basketball, whatever it is, you didn't make it. And that's all you did. That's all you focused on for the last 10 years and and you didn't make it. And now you got to like, fuck, what do I do with my life now? And not make it about yourself, like blame yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know, so so that's kind of like the deal, right? So so who, who like if you go through that and you make it, toodles to you, man, like you did it, right? You're that small percentage that did it. If not, if you go back, then you, you in that moment you're gonna realize what I realized a long time ago. Those ten years back, I've been trying to figure out who the hell I am, you know, and end up and find out what I'm good for and what am I here for or whatever. It's a beautiful journey. Don't get me wrong. When you start discovering who you really are, man, it, you become wise in that sense. Not in other things, but at least in that sense, you become become wiser. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, if, if, because you feel like you know at least more more about yourself, yeah, you know, and that helps you. I feel like that helps you through life, you know. And people can't so people can't shake you up so easy because if you don't know who you are, people can just shake you up. So uh, up until this point, what what have you realized about yourself? I realized that there's a lot of things about me that I needed to change, you know, a lot about myself, you know. Um, I realized that my, my the biggest thing that I that I that I, that I realized a few years back was that I re, that I realized that I learned to quit very easily. You um, learned to quit. I learned to quit very easily when I was a kid. When I quit soccer, that when I was at like I think I was like ten or whatever, that was my first time quitting something, and um, it it becomes a habit, and you don't realize that. Oh, Shit, okay. Yeah, yeah. For me, I, I, I saw it, you know? And so now I have a different perspective of the way I do things. And when I do things or when I start things, that I make sure that I start and then finish. So you still get a hunch to quit sometimes? No. Well, no it's the not the, the feeling's still there, but you don't act the, the, on it the, anymore? The, you recognize it. Okay. And the, and the way you recognize it is when things get hard or they don't go your way, you run, you run away. You know, you you you, yeah. you 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 quit, right? If you think about it in that in that sense, you you, uh, you and it's something that very very pay attention to because whenever uh -huh. it gets hard, it doesn't get your way. You're gonna be like, oh fuck this, I'm I'm quitting. I don't want to do this no more. I feel like that with these fucking cameras all the time. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's that that was my life until I realized that I was doing it, and that was one of the, one of the things that was holding me back in life. And then when I finally realized that. It changed my it changed my world, man. Like on, honestly, because it's okay to start something, you know, but if you're going through half of it and then it doesn't go your way, 
and you quit halfway through, then you're that's what the definition of a quitter. But what if you try to rationalize with facts and statistics? You still deep, gotta, you, deep down, you're going to know if you quit for the wrong reason or if you quit for the right reason. Because there's a good time to quit as well, right? Like it's like. it's Well, I, I feel that it's the way you approach it. Um, if you start something, you should, you should finish it. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that it, you have to, but it's a commitment. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you sign a contract for two years, you know, or you, let's say a year of something, and halfway down the year, you're like, man, this is not fucking for me. Or, man, you know what? This contract's not benefiting me. I don't like the way this, you know, whatever. And then you use that as an excuse to quit. That that that's just gonna mess you up, man. Like you know, you have to. I feel like you have to keep your word to yourself. I think that's the thing. It's like when you quit, you're quitting on you, on yourself. Mm-hmm. And and then when you follow through what you say, at least like if we say like, hey, that you give your word about something. Yeah, you don't want to do it no more, and you don't have to, but at least finish the finish what you promised you were gonna do. That builds confidence. That builds confidence. You know, and um, and they'll get you further in life because um, you're not you won't quit so easily. And you know, sometimes you sometimes you just might want to quit over the smallest thing. And you don't even know that right over that hump was the success. <laughs> you know, and that's why I t- that's why I'm saying it. Like it's not because of that. that. It's because you went through so much, and then it, it gets hard. And um, when it gets hard, you want to quit. But if you hold on a little longer, you as soon as you get over that, you you know the freaking you know the prize is there. You know what I'm saying? And you're that's and probably you're, that bump that everyone gets to, and then that's where you find out which ones get over it, and that's why. Yeah. The more you, you withstand shit long term, the further you get from. Uh, I think that's the difference between winners and and, and losers, and and I sense anybody. I don't call anybody a loser, but you 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 to be a winner, you have to lose. And you have, but you have to keep going. Mm. You know, you ever seen those marathon runners or whatever that freaking break their leg and they're struggling and then they have to like falling apart and right by the, by the finish line. And then they have to get up somehow, crawl, whatever they have to do to finish with the bloody Goggins toes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what it is, man. That's what, that's what it teaches you what you're made out of, man. You go through all that, all that hardness and difficulty and. You still power through that. When you power through that, you know, you, you learn something about yourself, you know? And you learn that there's a new limit for you, you know? <coughs> and kind of that's, at least my, in my experience, that's how I feel, you know? And even like through my challenges now or whatever, you know, it's like, okay, like, yeah, you know, you can have big falls and, but you still go, you still get up, you still go, you, you know, you, you still find the passion to, to, to keep going for that dream or mm-hmm. for that vision that you have. And you just keep going mm-hmm. until you get there, you know, and and I have prayer faith that I, that I will, you know, I, I, for myself. And I'm pretty sure that the people uh, that have had gone through it or maybe are successful, very successful right now, have gone to the same point where they wanted to quit. And they're like, man, this is not for me or I, I fucked this all up. And and uh and they didn't they didn't quit and they stuck through it and 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 you know they are where they are now because they're able to do that but you think the depending on on what they've been through it determines their success rate in the end 
people that have failed and ha had a rock bottom are more likely to succeed if they, you know, reintegrate to whatever they're doing, to entrepreneurship or dream or whatever. Uh, sometimes I do those long ass run on <laughs> sentence questions, you know, let's just do this. What does rock bottom mean to you? Rock bottom? And, and does it help you now l look back and be like, oh, it's not that bad because I already hit a rock bottom. Do you feel you hit a rock bottom? I, I feel like I have. I feel like I have. But um, you know what? This is what I this is what I think for me. For me, rock hitting rock bottom makes you realize that when you go through things, it's not so bad. You know, Cause, okay. you know, you understand, like you can go through stuff. I'm like, I have been through worse. Hey, there you, you know go. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, and, and that kind of a feeling. And and I've gone through it because it's helped you now then. Like, yeah, because you, know. you don't get shaken by things so much. Mm. You learn to deal with stress and where it's kind of it doesn't shake you. Yeah. You know, you, and for the mo normal person, be like, oh, man, go panic. And you're like, chill mm. out, bro. It's, it's, it's cool. Mm -hmm. Like it's that, 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 you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's it could be worse. Trust mm -hmm. me, you know. And um, maybe for that person, that's maybe that's their rock bottom, right? Or they think that's their rock bottom, but it's actually worse. What does it mean to you, rock bottom? Rock bottom, man. I mean, rock bottom means you completely get torn to pieces. Doing whatever you were doing, because it means being completely torn to pieces, and you have to pick your pick yourself up piece by piece. That's what rock bottom is. And then you, the fact that you were able to put yourself back together and then climb out of that. You think there's multiple rock bottoms or there's only that one rock bottom and it has to be the one that changes it all? Or mm, I think that... I think it's, it's, it's... That word or phrase is designated strictly for that one experience in your life, right? That was the worst, you think? Or... It, to that point, yeah, I think you're always gonna have that, uh, you know. Um, rock bottoms or are, are, are those hard times are always gonna, but that means that you still got a lot to learn, a lot to to, to wise up, you yeah. know. And, and there's a lot of areas in your life, and yeah. we're not gonna be the same person, and we're gonna change, and we're gonna have. And and if you're a person that likes to keep moving forward and keep growing as a person, you're going to hit a lot of rock bottoms because there's going to be a lot of areas in your life that you're going to, you know, yeah. and, and, and especially when you get into new things because there's a learning curve to everything, yeah. you know? And so that's kind of, so uh, yeah, I do, I do agree. There's a lot of, there's a lot of rock bottoms. There's always going to be your whole life. I, yeah. I, I believe that. So that, so now that, that you, that I think that it makes me feel more like, uh, expect it. And it's, it doesn't, you know, like I think sometimes feel that people feel that it's, you're not going to go through stuff and, 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 and not, and that's what I'm saying that entrepreneurship or when you go into a business, you know, you, you, uh, you get exposed, you know, you get exposed and, and, and you go through rock bottoms. You, there's a wave, it's a wave. Yeah. You feel the wave, you know, yeah. there's the highs, the lows, you feel, you feel them, you know, you, you definitely feel them, you know, when you're high, high is cool. And. When low is low, you know, and, and that's how it goes. And yeah. As long as you keep, keep going. But you mentioned high, and, and that made me think right now that maybe when, like, when I was high or on some shit, it doesn't make you feel the rock bottom. You're in denial. And then you think, like, mixing sobriety into this, it's like, I think 
you could be in denial sometimes and be like, oh, it's not rock bottom yet. Like, you're always like, it's not rock bottom yet. And then I would always think like that. But you didn't ask. But my rock bottom was the losing the license and, like, shit falling right. apart from there and, like, having to do another job, like, something different I'm not used to and then, like, pivoting, right? Right, right. And, like, pivot, pivot. Yeah, yeah. And, um... But still, to an extent, it was like, oh, it ain't rock bottom yet. Because I, I, I don't know why I thought that my rock bottom had to be either, like, under a bridge or, like, you know what I mean? Like, homeless. Like, it's like I'm like, it's not that bad yet. I could keep getting high. I could keep doing stupid shit. Because you're seeing people worse. Off. Yeah, but That's... then I, I realized that my rock bottom might not be the typical, traditional rock bottom. My rock bottom could be death <laughs> and one that I couldn't recover from because a relapse would be the gateway to that. Right. So I, I don't know how to describe it. I guess I knew there's no point to try to prove to myself that I hit rock bottom because it's too risky. Right, right. I, I might not live to talk about it. Right. Because I think that would have been my rock bottom, the way I was going. Like, just die. <laughs> and I couldn't tell no one about that. Right. So. It was always hard, man. You know? Yeah. I think, like, sometimes, I don't know, men, don't know. We're, very, we're very to ourselves and hold a lot of stuff in. And we do go through these these challenges. And, mm. and it's, it's, it's good to be able to talk to somebody, you know? Yeah. Because it can be the difference between life and death sometimes. And, and, yeah. And, um but yeah that's when you do the stupid shit when you get in your head and you didn't talk to no one and that's when the relapse happens i don't know if you ever had any issues with like substance abuse but yeah it was just duis but no yeah yeah i mean for know. sure for sure i have <clears throat> we're having and sometimes it's easy for you to to go through that go to that because you think it's the answer you know or numbs it or whatever yeah or whatever the case is but um you yeah I have, of course i have man no, that's definitely something that um uh, um, that's made my life harder. Setback on. I feel like you wasted this many amount of years or what? On yeah, because I, I just thought about I mean, even when my life was already hard, I think my life, my, I made my life even harder when I did that. Because but you thought it was helping, though. You thought it was helping, but it doesn't, you know? Yeah. And um, what was the choice? Of what? Of the, of the substance. What was your... Uh, I mean, I, I did a lot of drinking, but the time I did, like, you know, um, other drugs would be like uh, cocaine, you know, yeah. things like that. But the music during the music scene, maybe because it's it's very uh, it kind of goes hand in hand with that atmosphere. You know, right, it's right. easy to access. And yeah, everyone's yeah. doing it. And like, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, um, no, I mean, you know what? It's a, it's always around you, you know. It's always around you, you know. People people do it. It's it's really up to you whether you do it. I mean, somebody, you know, um, when you don't really need it, you don't need to need that in your life, you know. You're you're not gonna do it, you know. You're cool. And a lot of times, if if you're around that for the wrong reason, you're. I mean, it's because you need you you, you want to be there, you know. Like it, you know, it's kind of like when they say. Um, you know, misery loves, you know, company. loves company, you know, and that, uh, that's what that is. You know, you want to be there. You, that's what you want in reality. Yeah, that's what yeah. you attract it. Yeah. Because if you didn't really want that, then you would put yourself. In yeah, situation. you would put yourself in a different situation. Yeah. And so 
but it's it's part of it's part of growth and i mean luckily you know you're here look man you're doing this podcast is pretty fucking cool and then this room's pretty cool <laughs> thanks for being here yeah you're no. doing good too man so yeah i was like man i want to bore everybody to death and now nah, but it's nah, not everyone can relate and then the ones that do then they know what's up you know <laughs> yeah no it's it's I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I'm, I have no shame of saying what I, what I have done or, you know, um, because it is shameful, but you want to be a better person, right? Like, um, that's what you want to do. You know, you want to be the best version of yourself. And I want, I want to be the best version of myself that I can possibly be, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, the only way I can do that is by failing, you know, and, and learning from my mistakes, man. And, that's pretty much. Were you ever at risk of like losing your willpower to the substance, or did uh, no, you get it under control? No, I um, I think I got it under control. Yeah. Okay. I think it was like a, a seasonal thing. Oh, okay. You okay. know, for me. Yeah. You know, kind of like like kind of lost. Mm-hmm. You know, you, a little bit of lost in a sense, and and kind of like you're just kind of going through life. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, that's good. That's good because the whole addiction part is very. Yeah, it, it's scary, man. Right? Yeah. It's it's uh, I never got to that because I always been afraid of addiction. Yeah. To be honest with you, I fear that because I see people uh, and I see what they could they could yeah. do. So that always that alone just scared me. Yeah. So I knew that I was like, man, I'm I can't be doing this. I I had that conscience thing in the back. I was like, I can't mm-hmm. be doing this, man, because mm-hmm. you know. And the reason, when, the reason why you start falling in love with being that person mm-hmm. and doing that, then that's when I feel like you, without fear, you know, I think that that's when you can possibly fall into that that addiction. And, and that, that could be, that's really scary. Yeah, it's, it's powerful because you could be doing good for yourself and shit could be lining up and then you find something to, I don't know, a way to fuck it up or something. I don't know, but... I'm just speaking about my experience. At least, at least, for now, I'm good. I feel I'm good this year. This whole year, I'm. I'm this whole year, bro. Hey, man, that's. A, it sounds that's, like a long time, but it a, really isn't. That's but, a blessing. You know but what? I've been quitting on and off for ever, bro. But every time it gets a little better. Yeah. So. Well, that's a blessing, though, man. Like you know, you know you just take it one day at a time. And I don't know if you're religious or not, but or you know, believe in God, but. You know, um, that definitely helps you, you know. Um, I wish I was a lot more spiritual than I am. And I'm trying to, that's a part of me that I'm trying to grow. But, um, you know, definitely sometimes you get that power and that will. And it has to come from some other source than yourself, you know. Go do some toad venom. You'll feel the (laughs) the atheist come out of your body, bro. Right. (laughs) That's how you know something, something out there, bro. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if I'm religious or i just know that there's something more well definitely gratitude right yeah beautiful gratitude would be uh the start of it man being just being thankful the fact that you have another day and you whatever beautiful things that you do have you know um be grateful for that and 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 when you have abundance and great man and share that you know yeah of course and and when you don't have it and and i feel like people know that of me uh, i feel like they know that if i do have and um i've always tried to help Hmm. whoever i can you know um people know me that they know that you know um i'm very giving i'm a giver you know i'm not a taker i don't like to take from people Mm -hmm. you know but um you know, uh, yeah, just give, man, and and that makes me feel good. 
and, and, and it used to make me feel good because I knew my struggle and I and and when I saw people going that way I I, I didn't I, I felt their pain right like oh man I don't want this guy to go through what I went through let me you know like if I can help him in any way like I will yeah you know moving on so how many businesses have you um, failed that you know what I don't like that word um, and that's why I changed the mid sentence here how many businesses have you failed that or should I say fine-tuned your entrepreneurship with uh, man um, I think I will say at least well I think the first one would be the trucking right because I was yeah, doing good, okay. but yeah, the trucking and um, even my uh, service business. Uh, I still have that, but I, I feel like that's fine tuning, right? Yeah. Because we, um, we've done a lot of good things and we're grow, you know, I grow and all that, but then you have your, you know, you have your waves, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I feel like it all leads to something. Yeah. Right? Like, I think that uh, even though I, I have a service business, and it's, you know, uh, we're out there. And so that I feel like my vision is bigger than that. You know, my vision is bigger than, I feel like I have a bigger vision. And so that's why I, I, I wouldn't say I failed. I would say that I'm, I'm trying to move past that. You know, like you, you just start seeing a vision and then you're like, you know what? This is more of what I want mm -hmm. here, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that that's, that's where I'm going. So now I started a... Uh, uh, new new business LLC. Um, it's called. Safe it's, it's, yeah, so Safe Lane Solution is 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 the company, right? Uh, we do right trailer repair, work on trucks, things like that, and and um, so safe so that, lane. yeah, Safe Lane. So uh, there you go, and then so from that, you know, I started this a new business. It's a it's called. SLS equipment and distribution, and I started a SLS brand. So, and you know, now I'm starting to sell. Uh, what I do is I sell product. You know, I sell a, a product that I that I that I have my own product, and I and I'm trying to push it out into the market. You know, it all falls into the same industry, but that's what I did, and that's that's I think that's where my vision was taking me. You know, something that can scale, like mm. you know. And what's the product? Um, well, I do. Uh, basically, the product I have is a wheel seals. So it's pretty boring. I know if you really, really think about it. But as from a business perspective, a, a business person, it's a very I feel like it's a it's a it was the right thing for me. Right move for me. There's a ton of truck parts and accessories. Why did you pick that? Um, I felt like it was a. Uh, I felt like it was something that that I found through my experience and my mechanic thing that mm. that it, that that was something that we always kind con constantly did, you know. Okay, okay, and okay. Yeah. So and then, so that's kind of how I, you know, it won't fit with the other, right? Does yours have a twist to it, or is it just the? It's the actual product, but just branded, or is it like? Uh, eco-friendly or is it like a hybrid you know what i mean no, well, like it's just well my my, my deal is uh quality mm. right uh you know it, it took a while for me to be able to find 
and, and uh, the right the right partner to to manufacture the 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 the, the product for, mm -hmm. and then take my ideas and, and change it, right? Oh, okay. It, you, know, so. you saw the faults in it, and then yours is not no, gonna, because they, they, but there's people that make you know, quality, but you have to find good quality and bad quality, you know, mm -hmm. like. And I think for me it, it was that, and even now we're, I'm, you know, um, making changes, right, to make the product better. Like, mm -hmm. so um, even even at the early stage, because I want I want something better. So, for me, the most important thing is I want to make sure that that going into this to a business like this, that um, that my product doesn't fail. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm already <laughs> I'm barely starting the. the the business and if I start getting bad feedback right away I'm just gonna bury myself you know what I'm saying what about the specs as you modify it to your liking because it's your product is that your property in a way or can that blueprint of how to make that product be someone else's like I could come and put my brand on it and use your product well I mean to what degree did you customize it to where it's yours only or is that not the case I, I feel like that has to do with branding you know because in reality is that you can do whatever you want but if you don't do it right way you're not you're not gonna be successful you know so um, so it's custom ordered pretty much to your liking your product yes. and the, the supplier I, I, just, I, I, just yeah. takes the order and yeah, makes it there's the a lot way of, you want it yeah I mean yeah I mean because people are just used to selling what's out there yeah, because right. a, a lot of people order like Alibaba, like order uh, some gloves and then just stitch your brand on it. Right. You know what I mean? But you're saying yours is like made from scratch and you, well, no, you my looked mom, into so it. it it's because it's because it's very different from being like selling gloves to selling something that has a it's a big deal because with see with, with wheel seals. You know, you you know, you have to have a good wheel seal, man, because mm -hmm. if not, you're going to have to pay for that job again. You should have brought right one, away. bro. I would have been. Yeah, actually, I, I ran out and I and I, I didn't. Yeah, I I ran <laughs> <laughs> I ran out. I was gonna bring it. I had it there and um and I and I was gonna bring it and I forgot it on the way. But yeah, it's 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 one of those things, man. Like I'm 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 pretty proud of it. You know, I I, I my my staff behind it. The people that know that 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 deal with me and my service business know that that man. I and I when I come and I do something, I do it right. Like you know. And sometimes people don't question my work, you know, because they know what I'm doing. My, I, I'm giving them the best, mm -hmm. and so um, that's why um, that's why the approach I'm taking here, you know, with, with the product. And people have to sell however they want to sell it, but for me, um, for me, you know, it's important that that um, they have a good reputation. Mm. How know? do you, how do you set that up, like? I don't, I don't want to do wheel sales because I don't know nothing about that market or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or who to target, but coming up with a product and what's the first step? You know what the product is and then what? You got to register the company tailored to that, the service, that product. You know what? I, I'm just going to tell anybody that has any, uh, anybody that, well, any, anyone that has dreams of doing something like that, um, to just kind of, you know, um, do your best to study, you know, um, and and you know, um, I think that, you know, um, the, what you what you can about that field, mm -hmm. you have to know the field. I would never got into something if I didn't know the field, mm -hmm. you know, like so. 
it's just it just goes hand in hand like that's why yeah, so, so don't go and be like oh he's doing good doing wheel sales i'm gonna do wheel sales too right you like, know nothing about that industry you know mm-hmm. and i know the industry well i know it works what doesn't work like, you know it's just it that's i know it sells what doesn't sell. like you can't go into a business i know nothing about it you're you're just asking for it you know what i'm saying and that's why i always tell people just focus on what you know you know and, and focus on what you're good at what you know because you know a lot about something that most people don't know about something it's, you know and most people don't know about it you know and if you're knowledgeable in that field and you focus on that you know you mm-hmm. can possibly come out with something yourself you know but that's that's what i what i say you know that's just risky it's like herbalife to me no no offense like yeah. i mean the whole like going all in on because i'm not comparing herbalife to your product but calmado, calmado. But I, hope, I, mean, I hope to get to that point because <laughs> uh you bought i had a fail a failure with that get a bunch of the fucking product and it wasn't selling and i'm stuck with that shit you know so like yeah. making your product yeah you got a whole year supply of freaking uh freaking some kind of yeah so, know, so how do you avoid herbal be, tea ha- and shit yeah bro like so how do you avoid like just having that stock in the garage of wheel seals you know like that's why you made a it's calculated it, decision, right? I, I make calculated decisions. Mm-hmm. And even when I do make calculated decisions, they still go wrong. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that, but I have a better odds. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, of of I, I really do. I feel like I've gotten really good at that. But, you know, um, there's always people trying to take advantage, you know, especially if they see they can. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, if you're desperate or if you start you start talking too much and Mm. You can tell people, oh, man, I got this money, you know, like I want to do something with it. And then you start telling her, but somebody's going to be like, hey, you know what? I got this thing you can do, whatever, invest. And then I'm something, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like that happens a lot, you know? Um, so, um, yeah, you have to know your field. You know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Get a lot of input and study it. You know what I'm saying? And, and um always come out with something good man you know that that's as far as selling it you know if you've never been i i, I you never been in sales you know i know that i'm good i'm good at selling because i've sold things before you know and i know that um what it takes you know to be a salesperson you know even though i may not be the best salesperson and i'm hoping that you know uh with time you know like we find the right sales people that help me get the product out there but um for the time being it's me and i'm good enough to do it you know so let me know if i asked this already because it's your own product but what made you pursue a product like you were doing the the labor and then you're like oh you know what i want to actually sell parts right did, did we discuss that no we did From um, service to sales is right it? right so um because i sold other products i sold uh, uh i sold chassis i refurbished um you know um um when i was doing my business i would buy product you know like certain things that i would buy and i would have and then you know i would make money on you know what i'm saying like um so there you know that there's a there's a movement in in mm. and generating a, a revenue in 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 selling selling products you know what i'm saying uh so that's kind of like where i realized i was good at and i, I and then, then i then just i don't know just you know the idea just really came from you know talking 
thinking, talking to people, and then thinking, and then that light bulb just goes off. When you're when you, when you're uh, you're at that point, and you're um, you're um, you, how do you say it? You you're looking for things. You know what I'm saying? Like you're looking for the 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 next thing. You're mm-hmm. always you always are. Yeah, you're you're always sorry. Like you you find the opportunities. You know the opportunities mm-hmm. come your way, and you know if you're good at it, you know you'll you'll be successful. I think. Um, but that's kind of like, I don't know, you, you attract it, I guess, opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, and it's up to you whether you take action or not, you know? And, um, like the other day I would just thought about like, I was, we're, uh, and I was right there at, at, at my, my kid's, uh, mom's house and we're working on something and then we came across this freaking product you know, and I just thought, damn, nobody thought of this. We were right there talking about it. We were like, you know, nobody's ever thought about this idea. And this was like a, it's probably like a multi-million dollar idea that probably can be patent. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but, you know, you know, that came just, you know, we're doing something and it just mm-hmm. came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. you know, but what comes behind that, you know, either just an idea or do you take action, you know? And I think for the most part, um, I think what we're getting at is that you take action, but then then you get a stuck you get stuck with a product that doesn't sell, and that has to do with the fact that you have no idea about what the hell you're getting into, and you're not prepared to get into that, you know? Yeah, and 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 that that may that may be where sometimes people feel like like they failed, right? Because you got into something, and you're not even willing to go out and do the work behind it. I think that you think that things are going to be a lot easier. And when you realize that it's actually hard work and you got to go out there and put the work in, um, that's where the difference makes. Mm-hmm. You, you, you get it? Or I don't know if that makes sense or not. You have to go. I mean, basically, you have to go out there and put the work in behind it. Whatever it takes to do. Like if you have to go door to door, you know, hey, uh, this is what I have. It's you funny because it's like people sound like, all the motivational speakers and go do the work and it it's just so fucking basic but it's not at the same time because it different the difference will be if you actually do do it but i know and maybe it's because we're at the two hour mark and i'm just my thoughts are a little yeah but do the work and you you have to go you don't fucking do it you you have Doing to the do work the work is hard sometimes. You you, you have to you have to be willing to if you're gonna do anything, start anything, you have to be willing to do the work. If you're not if you're lazy, if you don't want you expect somebody else to do the work for you, you're you're gonna fail. And that's the truth, man. You have to go out there and you have to be the person that does everything until you grow big enough where you can hire people to do the things for you and and you know and, and hope that you're you know you grow right but you that's yeah you can't be lazy man like definitely so, not what do you want from this new journey what what's your end goal in all this well yeah well i mean be competitive man with the with with the with the, the with the competitors that are out there like the big companies you know mm-hmm. skf and mm-hmm. you know um all the other ones right national and and so I, I just thought I, I put myself in a market now where there's less competition to be honest with you oh, okay you know mm-hmm. uh, for me I feel like it is yeah you know and um, and so that's basically you know I just my, my goal is to to provide the best product product that I can and I believe it that it's, it's a really good product you know and and, and you know 
I'm changing things. Like, you know, as you're going, going directly. Now I'm, I'm like, the cool thing about my business is like, for instance, I sell to people that, that have uh, big fleets, right? Or like, um, so if, you know, if you order a certain amount, your order's got to be a minimum of 10. So, but I'll come and deliver it to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so we come and we deliver Hey, hey, you know, I need a, I need this many seals. So use 10 or 20 or whatever it is that you need. We come and it's really convenient. You just go, we go, we drop it off, you pay doop, and we're gone. And you know what I'm saying? You don't have to stop your work. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's almost like that Amazon thing you order and you know, mm-hmm. it's straight to your door, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to the store, you know, you don't have to, you know, you stop what you're doing and go and do all this stuff, you know, it's just, so that's kind of a, oh, that's kind of like the difference, you know, we're, we're going straight to, straight, straight to you. Almost like the, uh, almost like the, 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 the snap on truck. Oh yeah. Right. They yeah. go straight to you every week, right? And drive around and then they come to you and then you see them and you go in there. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. A bit like, kind of like that, but you know, and then, um, I think I'm not selling a whole bunch of things. My thing is like seals, right? I focus on seals and making the best quality seals that I can possibly make, right? And 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 we do, and and that's you know when they're when they're made, that's how they were made. They're they're made to at the highest quality. Like that's what I that's what we pay for, you know. Mm-hmm. And because um, I don't want that bad feedback. I don't want that like, hey man, this piece of crap fucking went out. We you know after you put it on or you know what I'm saying like. Yeah. I, I don't want that, you know. I want I, I want people to be happy with their product, you know, and I want to do my job. And as long as a seal does his job, I'm working good, right? And and so that's kind of that's kind of the deal. So well, I'm glad that things turned around and you're going in the right direction yeah. towards the top. <laughs> eh? Yeah, man. So, but if we could time travel and you would go back and tell the younger uh, Delgado uh, something. What would be your advice? Man. Or you wouldn't tell him shit because you think it might shift your life in, in another direction and then you wouldn't be here. Ooh. That's that's kind of hard, man. I mean, what would I tell my younger self? Um, Jesus. I would just be patient. Be patient with yourself. I think it's the most important thing is if I was talking, if I was there in front of myself, I'd be like, Hey, Hey man, you're going to, you're going to, everything that you want and goals and dreams that you have are all going to come true. <clears throat> just, just be patient and understand that there's a process to everything. You know, I think understand that you're going to go through this because it's part of it. You yeah. Know, there's the waves. You know, the downs, the lows, you know, just don't get too down on yourself or too high on yourself. You know, when you're doing good, don't think you're the shit, mm, you know, that's and, a good one. OK. And, and then when you're doing bad, don't think that you're the worst because you're not. And there's there's two peaks like you're right. The low peak, the high peak. And it's very important that you don't trash yourself or get so down on and hard on yourself when you're down because you won't get you won't want to go back up, you know, yeah. or you keep yourself you keep yourself there longer than you have to. Yeah. And then the same thing when you go up, like, you know, don't think you're too high on your, uh, on your, on your horse because then you'll stop doing the necessary things to keep you, that got you there. Oh, right? that's true. Yeah. So, you know, always keep yourself 
you know stay hungry stay hungry always keep yourself there and 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 just know that it's part of it's part of it you know definitely that i think that that's the thing i would tell myself yeah is i don't know if that's a good answer is he know. listening or you think he's listening i he think what would he think he'd be like oh oh shit I, all right i got you <laughs> i i yeah I, I, yeah 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 because because it, it that affects your um every part of your life you know even your personal life you know so you be just become better right i have one more yeah I hope this that was a good answer. I don't know if that was a good answer or not, but that, that's what let, I would tell myself. Let my, them decide. But yeah, I that's what it, I would tell myself. It was good about the high horse stuff, and you know, don't beat yourself up when you're down, and don't think you're the hot shit too a little too much. You know, stay humble right. when, when you're up there because you could come down. If you knew today was your last day, would you have any regrets? Like it's not up to you. At midnight, you're gonzos. But right now, what do you think? What goes through your mind? What do I gotta do? Do I have regrets? You know, as far as me reaching my personal dreams and stuff like that, I don't in that sense. But I, I wish that I, I knew that um, that there was other ways to do it. You know, that you don't have to, you know, um, you don't have to do it alone um, in a sense where, you know, I was always by myself, but I could have always included my, my, my girl with me and my journey. You know, we could have done it together. You know, or, um, and I could have been around my family a lot more, you know? And so mm. I, I feel that even now, like for instance, now it's like, but I don't know because now it seems sometimes that I, it's easier for me to make moves in a sense. I see solo, right? Like, like, like yeah, like, I, like I can make something that happen out of nothing. Right. And, but, but the. Is that a is that a skill I required over like in this time, yeah. or is that something that, that you know? And I think that like I need I needed to learn how to do that for me to buy back my time, you know. And so now I have more time with my kids, right? I'm I'm around more, and compared to when I used to drive and and or even when I had my start my bit my my business my mechanic business and when I was always I was always working, you know. Um, you can re you realize that you know if if you if you do things right you don't always have to do things yourself you know you can always ask hire help and when you hire help on you know you're not expected you're not going to make the same amount of money but but at least you you'll you'll be available you know that's that's the thing i think and then you you know that you want to think about if you if you want to be around you know if you want to mm -hmm. be around if not you're going to do everything yourself if you can do everything yourself then Expect to be gone all the time, never be around. But if, if you're willing to give that money up, make less, you know, and hire somebody else, which probably needs an extra job or, you know, maybe he's looking for the extra income or whatever. If if you do that and you're willing to give that part up, you know, then you, you buy back your time, you know. You keep saying time. So are you saying if, if today was your last day, you would regret not spending enough time yeah. with loved ones? Yeah. I, I, I think that I, I, I yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that was the question, right? Yeah. 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 Um, you did what I did, but now I, I don't feel so bad. <laughs> the, the long and, and, you know, like, yeah. Um, that yeah. was good. My, my buy back my time that I, that I, that I lost, yeah. you know, that, that definitely. But si Dios quiere, it ain't over at midnight. So I guess you got a little hint for yourself right there yeah. moving forward, huh? Mm -hmm. Uh, we're at over two hours. It was great. 
anything you want to say that I didn't bring up or, you know, there was something you want to you wanna tell them, flex or no? Yeah. Any no, we had came up with that song. You forgot to bring it up. Oh. So, so Where's that, the corrido, bro? Yeah, so I wrote a song and, and it's a corrido for, you know, truck drivers and pretty much everybody that works, you know, mm-hmm. and it was about the life of, of a truck driver. And I, I, you know what? It's done. It's made out and everything. And um, you know what? I'm going to promise you something. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make sure that it gets out. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to bring, I'm going to make sure it, it gets out and, and I'm, we're going to bring, we're going to bring it, you know, cause the, the artists are, you know, uh, I don't do like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm actually feature on it. It's my, it's yeah. my song. I wrote it, but I'm not the main artist. I'm the feature on it, mm-hmm. you know? So um, I'm gonna make sure it gets out. We'll come back here with you, and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll that'll be our launch, you know, or whatever for the That's song. That's dope. Yeah, all and, right. And the song is is really is really for you guys, you know, the, in the industry and 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 any 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 person or father or mother whoever relates to to the song. If you guys love it, cool man, appreciate it. But it's really about the sacrifices of of what it you know a truck driver it, through through a truck driver's eyes, right? Basically, you know, uh, where we live and we, we, we talked about it, right. When it was coming up and I told him, yeah, this is basically the life, right? This yeah. is the life and yeah. these are experiences. And we were, we, you were we, working on a chassis and I'll go bug your ass and just like, remember at that yeah. yard? We, yeah. 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 So yeah, that it's a cool song, man. Uh, um, it's a really cool song. Um, and yeah, we're going to get it out. Uh, I, I, I promise you that. Uh, actually I'll move on that sometime this, this week and. Aiden, Aiden, hey, you're gonna do the pinky promise on here. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. But then that's life, right? Shit happens. And then, like, at the time, I had lost uh, contact. We, me and, and Miguel and Gio were doing that Continero Society thing. And, right. And then I met you through Miguel, right? Right. And then, so for a moment, we kind of didn't. We were not that close, right? So I lost touch with you, right? And, and that project, yeah, we all got we all got busy. That project kind of just died out. Yeah. And then well, I made sure it I happened. I was always curious, like yeah. what happened to it. Yeah, I made you sure know? it happened because it was a really good song. I was like, you know, it's a really cool song, you know, mm-hmm. and it really is. I I think you guys will like it a lot, to be honest with you. And probably some, you know, for me, I get teary because when I hear it, because it, it reminds me of the life and, and like we talked about, you know, mm-hmm. you're freaking always gone and. Yeah, the whole freaking I think one of the verses in there is like man and you know you come home and your kids are asleep and then you leave and your kids are asleep mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that was a life you know you're always gone you never saw your family and, mm-hmm. and they never saw you and you're always in a rush and it, it, it's, it's it's it can be sad it can be a sad life man you know and so it, it, it and sometimes that's to the to the wives sometimes you got to understand that you know we want to feel appreciated too because Mm-hmm. They don't know that, but we, that sacrifice of, of of putting that, you know, putting ourselves through that, you know, just just to make, give us give give my give our family a, a better life, you know, it's it's a big one, mm-hmm. you know. And so. then, and then for the record, it didn't not happen because I was being annoying. Like, hey, what if we mention this or what if we mention that? No, 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 of course not. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. No. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) No, it wasn't definitely at all. It was, it was the, just the project, you know, that uh, getting everything together and all that stuff, but it's done. It's recorded. It's, it's, everything's done. Everything's done. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everything's done. They were going to do a a video on it, but I don't know if that's going to happen anymore, Mm but, um, well, at least it will release a song, you know? And, but I, I think it's a pretty cool song. I think people will like it. 
definitely. Yeah, maybe when it comes out, we could do we could use it as the intro on here and then yeah. get it out there or, or yeah. just have I don't know. We'll come up with something. Anything else you want to add? No. Where can they find you? Yeah. Where can they find you? Where, are you on social media? Do you have a business <laughs> phone number you want to share? Yeah, yeah. You know, well, just, you know, uh, no, just uh, SLS Solutions. We usually come and find you, but uh, um, Safe Lane Solutions, you can look us up, you know. Um, uh, I'm, uh, that's on uh, on Instagram, okay. right? So that's my mechanic shop thing. But, um, you know, as far as my, um, the, the whole seal thing, you know, um, that, that we're going to come out with that pretty soon. You know, be able to be uh, the website, the 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 Instagram, the whatever social media thing. All, all that'll be out there. So for sure, we'll we'll get out there. So at the so, moment, it's more like hands so, on, so, like more like. So for most of we're doing, I'm doing the groundwork. You okay. Know? So right it. now, it's like, hey, you know, a local business, and uh, we're doing the groundwork, putting, yeah. getting it out there, and and as you know, doing the work. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. that's that's what it is right now. You so. should hit up uh, Harbor Harbor Hose. Yeah. Yeah, I think eventually we will. Yeah. You know, eventually we will, you know. Um, or Harbor Truck Parts. I think yeah. they changed their name. So Yeah. yeah I think eventually we will, you know. But Shout um, out to Israel. Cool yeah. dude. Yeah, for sure. He'll for hear sure. you out. Go go, go show him that wheel seal, man. I, I <laughs> can already see it on, on the racks right there. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. They, they got other products as well, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for him, it would be probably, uh, you know, yeah, for sure, you know. I don't know how that industry works. Maybe yeah. there's conflict of interest like, oh. You only buy our wheel seals. Who the fuck is SLS? You know. Yeah. So that, SLS brand. His, yeah. His uh, distributor, right? His supplier. Who right. Knows? I don't know. I'm just, either either I'm just way. Imagining scenarios. Yeah. Like like I know? say. Either either way. Um. That's my um. That's my focus for me to make sure that it gets out. You know. Mm-hmm. So however it does, whether we put it out in the store or uh, eventually, but I I I want to be able to have a market. You know. Mm-hmm. I think that if people are looking for it. They're gonna be asking. They're gonna come to the stores. They're gonna be like, "Hey, man, do you have the seal?" And they were like, "Oh, we don't sell that." And then mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh, shit, right?" Like, I hope they get to that point. You know, mm-hmm. that people are asking for the seal because they know the quality is good and they get at a good price. And yeah. So that's that'll that's, be on you to make sure it has that one thing, that distinctive uh, characteristic. Right. Right. Yeah. That so. stands out. Why yeah. do I want this one? Otherwise, it. Yeah. As a former owner up, I wouldn't really care as long as it does the job. Right. So That's what's going to make yours special to me? Right. That's like true. For bragging rights? Or no, what's going to make it, it special is that, you know, it does its job. Right, that, that's that's yeah. that's the most important thing. So all the roadside mechanics are punching the air right now. <laughs> but all right, man, thank you so much for your time. Thank I know you. it took a while setting up and everything. I was a little rusty, but thank you so much, and I wish you the best in your in your business venture and. Thank you for sharing your story. Cool, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.